mind. They want your soul to own your life as the long-term goal. They want your money. They want your health as a grab, as a transference of wealth. They like disease. They want you ill. So big pharmaceutical can sell you pills. Signs are ominous. Don't look good. Bioengineering shape for food. They're everywhere. They're breaking through. Every day they get a grubby pose on something new. people turning up tonight what's a shitty time to stream oh well get on with it and uh well i was gonna do uh this one's a special one for simon i'm gonna e-beg for simon he's looking skinny 
you need some Mackie D's and uh, instant coffees. Uh, keep the uh, hamster wheels running in the background. So, uh, as uh, I always promise, that um, any any shekels get sent my way today will go directly. Directly to tax evading Blick, Simon Phoenix. Uh, yeah, it is a great tune. Remember, your government loves you, folks. Your government loves you. And in the current climate, uh, one should be a little sceptical of uh, your ruling classes, I would say, as we're uh, gearing up to emancipate the eschaton. But... Um, <laughs> We're going to look at a few things today, and uh, yeah, a lot of uh, some SARS neuroscience, and um, I, I looked at it briefly, and I think this is something that we covered as a preprint some time ago, so uh, nothing new, um, but there's been some interesting, interesting developments that I want to, uh, how should we say, give my, uh, give my Toppence worth with respect to uh, what I feel about things because there's certainly uh, things are looking a little strange, a little weird, and uh, that's all in the context of uh, hybrid, hybrid fifth generation warfare. I don't know what I don't know what to call it. You give it their names, and uh, I'm just worried that we're sort of amplifying their, uh, how should we say, their powers, as it were. So. Um, let us, uh, it's late already, so uh, we'll dive straight in. I hope the uh, soundboard is going to behave because I've rebooted everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, so uh, not much chat. Come on, chat, you bastards. Uh, oh, what can I say? Uh, Orlando with a uh, $50 donate. <laughs> That's going to keep a tax evading blick. Simon Phoenix happy today. Centripede, good to see you, bro. And um, I just want to see, did did Rumble come through on the chat? It didn't, did it? It didn't. God damn it. Why? I was messing around with it for ages, trying to get it to work. And it's picking up. Ah... Uh, what am I? Why is that not working? Can I do something really quick? No. Ah. Uh, I'll, I'll have to figure it out later. I was trying to get um, Odyssey to work as well, and uh, I don't know. I always find that really, really flaky. So I'll keep my eye on the <laughs> on the Rumble chat here. I'm sorry. It's not coming up on the screen. And I did, I kind of had it working the other day, but like two. So uh, forgive me, a lot, uh, lot of technical problems. But uh, yes, uh, have you ever heard of a thing called... Simon's hitting the jackpot today. Let me just uh, see who's uh, sending in the shekels there. But uh, let me do this. Just say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Mary, boom. Uh, yeah, getting up there. Thank you, thank you very much, Mary. I think uh, we can have a... Uh, what should we have? Ah, have <laughs> you had enough? There we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, so <laughs> just following on from yesterday, this meme uh, made its way out of the ether 
yesterday and <laughs> you can't read it because of uh, all the crap that's on the screen but um it it says in uh, lord of the rings speak the ring passed to rfk jr who had one chance to destroy evil forever but the hearts of men are easily corrupted and a ring of pedos has a will of its own Shout out to Good Doggy for that. And look, I I said yesterday that uh, that that stream with John was going to make me as popular as uh, venereal disease in a brothel. And I, I've received, uh, how shall we say, um, mixed mixed responses. And some people have they've provided me. I, I was how would you say? Not being American, I, I didn't know much of the history behind the uh, the Kennedys uh, prior to sort of uh, JFK. And uh, I, I learned quite a bit there that um, how, how they sort of scrambled up the, the hierarchies of power, I guess, um, which is kind of interesting. And um, there was one thing, yeah, I, w I wanted to address... One thing, uh, just excuse me for the tangent, but um, it was, let me do this. It was a comment left on that stream and um, I, I felt it was an unfair representation of what I, what I was trying to relay in the, uh, in the comments. I re I to it but uh, someone someone said to me yesterday so shocked and saddened to hear your take on apartheid israel israel settler colonialist state kevin unhappy face and i think that comes well it, it derives from the fact that um i said or, or i made the statement that the the idea that you in the current day that you're going to completely redraw maps um is is a naive one okay i d you're not gonna push s whatever the population of israel is six seven million people something like that you're not gonna push them into the sea and and, and if you try there was you're just looking at enormous bloodshed yeah maybe a lot will leave right if the if there's a war right but you know i'm i'm kind of sort of anti-war right i don't want i don't want to see people torn up by machine guns and explosives and artillery shells and missiles and all sorts of other nasty contraptions that human beings are capable of um thinking up and we in that part of the world they they they'll weaponize anything and i'm you know can we not just be a little adult about it? And you know, here's if if I had my way, if I if I was emperor of the world, I would I would say, you know, we can we have to accept that there are um, changes to maps that occur, um, you know, particularly after things like world wars. I I don't think that there's a strong case for giving back or or rearranging India to give back uh, Pakistan uh, you look at, you would be looking at millions of deaths you would be looking at millions of deaths if you were to try and do the same in the middle east where do you stop trying to redraw the the 
boundaries and borders, right? And I'm I'm kind of sort of you know if as a nationalist I want people to have a right to self-determination i don't want them going and oppressing their neighbors i think we should uh, get that under control you know a few um a few battalions of un peacekeepers in there keep the idf under control i think that is a kind of sensible option and so i think i think it's unfair or, or short-sighted to just think that um, there's just that one problem in the world and that that will solve everything, right? Because there's not the world is a big complex place, and and where do you stop redrawing these boundaries? And um, I haven't I haven't heard good ideas uh, beyond oh we'll push them into the sea. Oh really? That's that that's what you're going to do more more death. Like we don't have enough already. Well, we don't. We don't have the threat of basically a global Holodomor already looming down on us. And you want more war and more more conflict. You don't. You don't think you might want to just reappraise the situation a little bit. You don't think that it would add to uh, the waves of uh, migration that's storming across Europe that we all sit here complaining about. So how about how about something a little bit more sensible, right? You know, try try to uh, try to try to think that the world the world does move on, it does change, and sometimes sometimes folks you've got to accept that those those borders have been redrawn through blood and whatever other fucking sneaky mechanisms that they use. But you know, try to try, try to uh, keep a, uh, a a lid on it. Shall we? Let's try to try to uh, try to avoid the massive escalating conflicts which we're teetering on the edge of. I'm sorry, I went off on a bit of a rant and a tangent there. So <laughs> sorry, but the the comment irked me because um, I think it's uh, um, it's a re- it's like I say, it's a really short sighted way of looking at the world. Okay, because like I say, where do you stop? Where do you stop? And you know, the, we could be going in the in the complete opposite direction with uh, you know globalist wet dreams that we have at the moment, where they'd like to dissolve all borders and just have you uh, in economic regions. I don't want to go down that pathway either. Okay, I think we should sort of nurture the countries and nations that we all have. All nations, no matter <laughs> some of them are full of scumbags and liars and weasels. No, every country has them, but um, please, you know, be be somewhat sensible in uh, in how you're looking at geopolitics. So, uh, <laughs> says to the sea with them all. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That, that that's a sentiment, right? And we can we can um, easily fall into our, our most based emotions. Right, the the most foul uh, expressions uh, of behaviour, but um, what you you want that blood on your conscience, right? Because it's it's not just one side that's going to suffer, right? And I would, you know, again, just you know, <laughs> let the adults talk for a change, right? Instead instead of ideological. Sp- Bergs who were just wrapped up again in their Armageddon fetishism, right? <laughs> How about getting there? Give a clip round the ear to all of them, tell them to behave. How about that?
I've lost my lost me uh, comment page. So um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to get to that, Bill. So um, <laughs> if you've wandered in here, wondered why I'm ranting. Normally, normally I do science and uh, the uh, the neuroscience of SARS. Uh, I do again in the context. Uh, the framework is next generation hybrid fifth fifth generation warfare. We're deep in it right now and we've got to find a way through it okay and make sure that we get all of us and all our loved ones through to the other side so that means that we it's imperative that we understand the science and that's me and I this, that. i'll do uh what's his face that is me uh i am a legit scientist all published in shit she yeah all published in shit which means that um <laughs> when i'm not ranting about um uh, geopolitics um i i try to address some of the science and you can find me all over the internet pubmed uh researchgate is a good place i like that website it sort of aggregates and uh, gives you all metrics and scores and stuff like that so you can see that uh, let's say i'm all published and shit all right so um let's see centerpiece says rfk jr shilling for the intelligence community just trying to keep focus on fauci His stupid voice can piss off <laughs> <laughs> what can I say to that? It transcends, it goes far beyond one man. This needs to be fought against. This cannot be taken lying down. Mm. So that's me. Um, and now, now I'm, uh, I found myself, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a, not a Robert Malone, but I've become a uh, how should we say a a feature of the landscape of the resistance uh, to medical tyranny. Um, that that they want to redraw maps. I don't want any redrawing of maps. Stop it. Knock it off. I've had enough. Okay, and uh, fuck off with your open borders. All right, so uh, yeah, if you want to go find out the scientific background, go to ResearchGate. There you go. And what I would say is uh, what you should do is bookmark this page, McCann Dojo. It is our bunker in the battlefield of this next generation warfare where you can find me. Uh, most of all the, the contacts there. Um, Twitter seems to be stable now, so there's an up-to-date Twitter handle. Uh, I post on Getter. Well, I just post when I'm going live. Uh, Telegram, that group is somewhat active. Um, and, of course, the uh, <laughs> Griff links that keep this show on the road. Um, if you would like to uh, become some... Help Kevin stabilise his income because uh, <laughs> it's not going too well at the moment. Uh, we There's Patreon. Um, there's the... Let me put links there. I'll be link address and... Uh, got a tip jar um that's the best one that has less overhead like i say today is uh it's all simon tax evading blick simon phoenix um everything goes to feeding him today uh we've got to <laughs> he does a lot of work in the background so we've got to uh got to look after him and um oh god i've lost the wait one second folks let me do this this and this all right so do that um monkey king says war is over if we want it well look my own personal take with this this isn't um 
in the 40s anymore or the 50s or the 60s or the 70s or the 80s or the 90s where um you know we had uh i don't know how would you call it fourth generation generation warfare maneuver warfare and uh, uh the uh the states battling each other and uh i should say uh over half a century of uh, american imperialism um so you know we can you can try to avoid engaging in this uh in this warfare which is driven a lot by psychological operations at a mass scale on 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 us all and like i say we have to find ways through it support each other and you know i've i've found it very very useful to become part of these networks that i am i'm part of uh, the sift and uh, work through uh, the, the data on, on multiple fronts like i say science is a big part of it but also the geopolitics as well um got to keep an eye on it all and you know i i try to um absorb and understand and i've had to change a lot of my viewpoints over the last few years and um i, I i'm have <laughs> reached the point where um i'm i'm concerned that the uh, the body count is racking up through various various it, mechanisms uh, pyramid seven says interviews today wish me luck well uh i do wish you luck sir i hope uh, the best prayers Prayers for Pyramid. Jana, good to see you. Um, of course, on the homepage, uh, if you would like to get into uh, the daily chat, you can find me most of the time in our Discord. The link is on that page as well. There's also a register to be notified uh, if you would like an email when I go live. Uh, you can just uh, click that link, add your, and you can unsubscribe anytime. I won't do anything with your data. Um, I'm not, uh, what's his name? The amazon dude jeff bezos um so yeah that's uh that's where you can find us and the links are there and i've decided i'm gonna try and dip my toes back into youtube um because i found the uh youtube seemed to make the chat flow easier and i don't know I've, i'm just gonna have to make sort of 10 20 burner accounts um just accept the fact that they're going to get chopped down but for each stream um throw one up just so people can access and chat easier because the, the simple fact is we are creatures of habit and um we uh, we we use those those platforms because of uh, convenience um look <laughs> i'm so i'm so stupid and stuck in it even though i'm not allowed uh you know like a youtube account or i have to make new ones I, I can't build up sort of subscribe thing but i'm still hunting through youtube for stuff that i, I might want to watch you know things that i used to watch before the world went fucking bonkers pyramid seven always says remember uh where is she <laughs> fat angie <laughs> and um did she, did she leave twitter there was a poll that she was uh she was gonna leave i hope so <laughs> youtube seems to be loosening up a bit well yeah because um i do i do think that the primary goals were reached uh, over the last three years right they they've um tested or released a pathogen um literally got 80 percent of the uh, western world to um line up and take uh 
experimental medicines. Um, uh, I don't know what that means, Thuban. Sorry, I've got to put you on mute for the moment. Uh, to do that. Um, right, so Amakuin says, Howdy, for all our fellows in the EU, you can sign a petition to hold responsible van der Leyen on infringement of union law on corruption. Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> Remember, folks, your government loves you. And uh, what I will do, and a bit more a bit more grift uh, for Simon, um, you know, he's running and uh, has made all this sort of... Um, slick streaming site possible where you can watch the replays etc i mean rumble's doing a relatively good job right now but um i like this because um it's it's ours at the moment and we don't know how long the corporate world is going to allow us to sort of function especially if we're i should say when we're calling out the uh <laughs> kingpins for crimes against humanity and uh i'm I want to take them all down. Let me down. <sighs> Let's see. Holy shit. Let's fucking go. Kevy Boyo streaming. Gonna get me old Brew Baker rifle. Let's have a bit of Brew Caper. <laughs> yes, that's right. This stream is so fucking based. We're supported by the First and Second Amendment. That's right, folks. Brew Baker Arms Manufacturing. right folks when the uh, government goons come and kick in your door make sure that you've got a brew baker to hand get them before they get you uh says doc and other cocoons do you have enough info to evaluate the claims of dr kelly victory i watched a video with her and others and i thought she was reasonable anyone know uh i don't know who she is um i don't uh, i'd have to see what she's talking about Jana, send me a link please uh, i will assess if you have the questions um so yes uh, again Keep Simon working on the site. Uh, any donos uh, today all going to him. Let me just check if there's been any here. And then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of the uh, stream today. Right, that's it. Um, nothing else to do. Right. So, yeah, well, 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 hybrid warfare is upon us. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is the Indian-Pakistan border, and uh, things are teeing off there. But uh, no, uh, no, uh, no missiles, no guns. <laughs> They're doing it old style, boots, fists, and sticks, folks. This is this is full on. Take it away. <laughs> just coming out going ah she's <laughs> got smashed in the face with a lump of wood <laughs> look she could consider himself lucky and it's not a two two three round it's hypersonic supersonic i should say play <laughs> 
छटा 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 मगर जाओ मगर थोड़ा जाओ आगे आगे तक बैठ जाओ बस 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 करो Now, um, I think, I think that was the Pakistani side coming out on top. So uh, they will get a. Hello, uh, Akbar. But I have to say, uh, a fine, fine performance by the Indian side as well. Jaihind! <laughs> Release the hounds! Yes. <laughs> Uh, Amicam says, uh, since you mentioned Crimes Against Humanity, this one is still running, brought to you by Dr. Fleming et al. Yeah, look, I'm part of that Crimes Against Humanity. So go to 10letters.org uh, if you're in the United States. Fill out a letter, send it to your uh, attorney general, whatever it is that uh, does the prosecution. No more streaming on JTube. Excellent. Um, she's <laughs> princelings, yes. Wait. This is a war zone. This is not a picnic site. Tank battle, air bombard, rockets, missiles, everything has been hitting here. Hi. So, <laughs> what can I, can I, can I um, edify you as to why the uh, the exchange would happen like that? Apparently, uh, the, the so in, India has obviously borders with Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, China, and they are essentially uh, where, where the where the actual physical borders are. There are treaties in place that there are no weapons um, allowed, and if people cast their minds back, I want to say two years ago, India and China were clashing in the Himalayas, and uh, I think I think the Chinese. Uh, came out on top where the Indians were expecting it to be a bit of the old uh, fisticuffs and Queensbury rules and the ching chongs turned up with uh, bats and uh, hobnail boots so <laughs> it's just it's just the way of the world there folks the way of the world and uh, you know maybe maybe that's a better way of doing it. it it looks kind of savage but you know the men the men get their yahoos out and you know they they go one one side goes home happy, the other with lumps and uh what have you. So I don't know. Uh let's see. Um I I'll take a look at this. What what am I looking at here? Uh, uh 
da, 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 da. examines mRNA spike proteins among the pivot. Um, I don't know. I, I would have to watch this. And uh, can you give me a quick synopsis? <laughs> yeah, what did they find? Oh, birch gold. <laughs> That's surprise. They always, always come through. All right. So, um, going from, uh, <laughs> I don't know. is it funny? Is it funny? I'm, I'm not so sure. What's beeping at me? Stop it, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's it's Telegram. Telegram will spam you with uh, I don't know odd odd sort of crypto channels and stuff. But, um, anyway, moving on to more serious stuff, and I'm going to be covering more of the Ukraine Russia conflict in the coming week. Uh, I've got a stream scheduled with the uh, one and only armchair warlord. Uh, for next weekend and you know it it comes on a week where we have editorials now i guess uh, opinion it's opinion and commentary in the wall street journal for a quicker end to the russia war step up aid to ukraine um <laughs> by Boris Johnson. No negotiated settlement is possible and the longer the conflict goes on, the costlier it becomes. Well, the the last part of the sentence is correct, but why not try to withdraw down? Why not, do we have to, the, the, the neocons are going full tilt in Ukraine. Now, hopefully, hopefully it remains constrained, but it, it oils my piss that you have scumbags, Oxbridge buggery boys like Boris Johnson um, coming along and, and just being so flippant with people's lives. And, you know, we have, what was it we were listening to the other day, uh, Ursa von der Leyen talking, and she was saying that there's been 100,000 Ukrainian dead, military dead. That's a fucking extraordinary number. And I would imagine the casualties on the Russian side are, are very significant as well. But, you know, this, the simple fact is it's playing in Russia's backyard and Russia can just keep pouring in men and materials. And, I, you know, from what the hours and hours that I stay glued to Telegram, it does seem, you know, it, there was a hiatus Um through the sort of end of the summer going into the autumn and you know there's a bit of back and forth but it, it does seem to be stepping up and the the pictures that are coming out just seem particularly grim i don't know why maybe maybe i i've got a uh like a reincarnated soul that was just trapped in one of those trenches because every, every time i see sort of trench warfare i i just shudder at the thought of young men having to be um stuck in 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 a form of warfare what did that uh oh actually that was uh oh, jesse jesse matchy good to see you bro um uh, but yeah i'll see if i can catch up with uh jesse uh if, if you want to um get a good take on uh, Epstein Circles. Uh, Jesse Match's channel on uh, Telegram is a good one to watch. Uh, he got taken out 
Twitter fairly early on. He was he was building good momentum, just sort of tracking the Epstein networks, and you know he was doing a bang up job. And I did a few streams with Jesse, and uh, as a perfect perfect gentleman, um, I would love to get him back on the stream. So uh, Boris Johnson is uh, wanting more war, and um, NATO chief now saying, um, can we say mission creep? Full-blown war with Russia is a real possibility. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg warned uh, Friday that he fears a full-blown war between Russia and NATO is a real possibility in a rare acknowledgement of the dangers of backing Ukraine. Russian officials have made clear that they believe they are fighting against NATO and Ukraine, and you know that would appear to be an accurate assessment, in my opinion. And we know we've been pumping in, um, how should we say, mercenaries okay uh through well, privateers and contractors and mercs and uh, look the i i have little sympathy for those that profit from war for you know literally for an extra paycheck they're not they're not they're really fighting for uh their blood and soil um it's just uh it's just profiteering and um I'll have to get back to that, but um, uh, <laughs> just bear with me. Uh, this. Um, I'll get back to that. So, sorry. Uh, getting interrupted. Real-time intel coming in, folks. Uh, anyway, where were we? Uh, despite the risk, Stoltenberg stressed that NATO countries should continue arming Ukraine. Uh, no, no talk about, you know, <laughs> negotiated peace. Try to try to get some borders in. Where maybe 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 the Russians and Ukrainians can revert back to uh, some sticks and stones. Uh, how about that? I bet I bet they would actually prefer that the young lads that are on the ground rather than being bombarded by heavy artillery and uh, drones and whatever other freakish weaponry that we've devised in the last few decades. Stoltenberg said Russian President Vladimir Putin knows it's one for all and all for one, referring to NATO's mutual defense commitments as outlined by Article 5. The risk of escalation rose last week after Ukrainian drones struck air bases hundreds of miles inside Russian territory, killing three Russian soldiers and damaging two Russian bombers, citing unnamed U.S. military sources the Times reported Friday that the Pentagon has given Ukraine its tacit endorsement to launch such attacks. Stoltenberg said that he understands why some people in Europe are getting tired of supporting Ukraine as they face rising energy and food prices. But the NATO chief claimed that the continent's peace and freedom would be threatened if Putin wins in Ukraine. Really? Really? Uh, I'm, I'm just finding that particular turd sandwich a difficult one to bite down on and swallow. This was a war of choice. By NATO, they were they were building up for nearly ten years. We've just had uh, Merkel coming out saying that they had no intention of uh, applying the Minsk agreements. And <laughs> what's Russia supposed to think? And again, just flip it around. Imagine the same thing was happening on uh, the U.S.'s southern border. Um, this is this is a terrible terrible direction in which we're heading 
And what have they done in the last few days? Oh, they've now said they're going to be sending Patriot missile batteries to Ukraine. Well, that definitely means that Ukraine's go, uh, NATO's going to be involved in the war then. Because what, the, what, they just hand over those missiles to Ukrainians to work to use? I don't think so. And so what happens then when Russia takes them out? We escalate and escalate. No off-ramps, blown-up pipelines. Many, many people who are on the edge already because of bills and inflation are going to suffer. They're going to die from the cold. And, and these fucks, these globalist neocon vampires are, are insatiable. So, you know, can I... What can I add to that? Well, what's uh, what's disturbing is uh, I've, I've done that's covered in that article, and ah, I've I've used up me credits uh, with New York Times. But um, this is how bad the situation is getting on the ground um, in Ukraine. When there, uh, Zelensky proposes barring Orthodox Church that answers to Moscow. So now, instead of it just being a sort of how you or, or you could say a political geopolitical disagreement they're now going to go after the um, the religious fabric of the country so basically just turning it into a um, a religious sectarian war it just adds another very vicious dimension to the conflict and again no pretense to trying to de-escalate this situation instead going down the avenue of um, warfare that becomes very very difficult to stop once it's ignited and you know this is this is what I sort of had the segue at the beginning of this stream where I just said be very very careful what you wish for with respect to places where people have deeply held religious beliefs and you think well you think you're just going to go and scrub out lines scrub out holy places with an eraser and that's it people need to be thinking very very carefully and um and I don't, I don't know how I'm mean, <laughs> sitting here most days just saying that everything's broken. Maybe they'll just get their way and uh, we just have to sit back and in shock and horror at what they do do. And um, it's it's not just a headline. Um, you know, there's, I, I, I don't know, the, the tablet, the International Catholic News Weekly. Um, I, I mean... It's got a specific editorial stance, I guess. So it's, I guess it's sort of pro-religion, but um, it's disturbing when they're reporting that priests are being arrested and tortured. And again, this this is a very, very dangerous form of escalation. I, I would say more dangerous than sending in things like Patriot missile batteries because it has such a visceral hold on the population. And, you know, there's video here. Of... Господи, Господи, 
So, <laughs> stupid keyboard. That's it. I don't know what that key is. I always, I always want to press escape, but um, Ukrainian forces assault the churches of the Orthodox faith, footage that resembles pogroms in the pale with the elder parishioners terrorized by Bandarite thugs, some of them members of nationalist battalions of the Ukrainian army. It's not going to end well, folks. Not at all. But <laughs> we should, you know, when you're having discussions with people and uh, they're, they're virtue signaling with their yellow and blue flags, uh, you might you might just want to remind them that this is uh, what what it is that they're supporting. Try try to <laughs> de-escalate would be my advice. Uh, let's see. The union says the Patriot missile system is just ridiculous. Who's going to operate them? NATO forces have to operate them. Well, what what happens is is that they'll basically have trained individuals resign their commission within the armed forces they'll get taken up by uh i forget what they're what's it black black rock not black rock what's the merc company that was famous in uh in iraq oh, I, I forget but but those you know <laughs> private private contractors military contractors will be paying top dollar for those individuals to go in and um, operate those weapon systems. And it sort of allows for an air of um, ambiguity as, as to who's operating them. But again, very, very dangerous situation. Blackwater, thank you, Eudora, Blackwater. Uh, comfortably Lum says, tornado warning here. Uh, oh, you uh, Prayers for uh, Comfortably Numb. I've seen some terrible pictures today with respect to... Um, Tornadoes. I don't know where that was. Tallahassee, I think it was. Uh, let's see. Let me just catch up with the comments real quick. Um, Boris Johnson is apparently waiting for it. <laughs> the Jew. Uh, yeah, I had heard that. Uh, let's see. Groomer boys from Oxford. I agree. Uh, BJ is an utter front hole. A <laughs> classic turn of phrase. <laughs> Who knows? I salute you. Uh, things will continue to ramp up over the next two weeks in Ukraine. Yes, I think so. And, you know, that's that's why I'm. Well, I'm, of course, I'm looking forward to speak face to face with uh, Armchair Warlord. But, you know, the, the topic of discussion is uh, a very, very grim one. Uh, let's see. I always toast the. <laughs> Nick. Uh, you're not allowed to uh, engage in uh, that type of humour. It's just it's cringe. <laughs> uh, let's see. Viper says, the last time Russia had AWACS over Belarus was in February, the invasion. Um, yeah, look. I, I, it's It would be stupid for Russia to allow NATO to keep building forces. And so if, if Russia is 
sensible in any fashion they'll try and finish this really quick and so i i would expect that they would try to come from the sort of northern directions of kiev and um sort of open up multiple fronts and sort of try to get behind the fortifications that are in the donetsk region um so yeah things things could get very very um dangerous and you know that's that country's got no electricity now and the the industrial scale warfare is going to kick up a notch. Wonderful. Wonderful. Can't you just feel the Christmas joy and spirit? Uh, uh, clarification, the missile system isn't ridiculous. What is ridiculous is the US saying they'll send it as if it's readily operatable. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, bleak border, yeah. Um... Also, Aegis Defense Limited. Regrettably, I worked for them. Now, look, you know, yeah, lots of people get dragged in to those types of industries, etc. And um, you know, it's everyone fucks up, right? It's it's it's. Have you recognized that you you maybe have engaged in acts that were ethically dubious, or or yeah. Um, you know, should should you have thought twice about taking the job, knowing what you know now? But you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and you know, it's it's actions now that speak louder than words uh, than the past. So, uh, no electricity, no water. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what's this? Little butlers wants me to click on. I probably do it this way because then. What am I looking at? Um, Parliament as it most exposed I'm told the upper picture is when they had a debate on C-19 vaccine safety where Andrew, yeah I saw this and you know he was basically saying they've got a whistleblower from uh, I don't know, British equivalent of some cardiac association and saying that they're basically covering up the impact from uh, gene transfection vaccination um, I, I, again it, it wouldn't surprise me and uh, yeah of course at the bottom there is those rat bags um, <laughs> voting on their pay rises remember folks your government loves you <laughs> um, I'll get out of that but yeah um Nice juxtaposition, thank you. All right, so I did, uh, I did the churches being mobbed and sectarian warfare ramping up, and so of course we have um, no sound, no sound, but uh, M1 Abrams tanks uh, on their way to, I want to say it was Poland, Romania. Um, this is, <laughs> this was the footage I expected to see in the eighties when I was growing up. I thought we'd got past this, but no, the Warhawks and neocons must have their blood. The military industrial complex must, must turn a profit. And, um, yeah, we should, we should be concerned about such imagery. Um, and I had a, another one. God, I did it again. Sorry, folks. Um. 
to get tanks. Uh, similar in coming off ships. Seven hundred combat vehicles for the first infantry division of the U.S. Army, including tanks and other armored vehicles. Well, they might want to think about changing the paintwork at least. <laughs> Just uh, that desert look. Uh, it's no good on the, uh, the plains of Ukraine. All right. So moving on. Um, foreign mercenaries ready to tr retire from the Ukrainian front. The situation on the Ukrainian front lines remains tense. Inflamed by positional battles and heavy artillery duels, the Donbass front lines remain almost unchanged. On the northern Donbass front, intense artillery duels and counter-battery fighting continue along the front lines from Kupyansk to Lyshichansk. The armed forces of Ukraine failed to break through Russian defenses to the north of Svatsva. After their counter-offensive operations in the area of Kuzimovka led to no significant results, the Ukrainian military has suspended their attempts to assault the village. At the same time, the AFU accumulated forces and launched a counteroffensive near the village of Chernovopopovka in an attempt to cut off the road between Svatsva and Kremenyaya. The intense fire of Russian artillery pushed the advancing units back to their initial lines. The Ukrainian advance is hampered by Russian control of the commanding heights in the area. In their turn, Russian forces have been on the offensive for several days in the area of Kremenyaya. They advanced over several kilometers in some areas on the front lines and managed to take more control over advantageous positions for further advances. Russian offensive operations were launched near the villages of Ploshanka and Shebrona Dubrovka. The advancing Russian troops are covered by a wide range of weapons, including all types of howitzers, TUS, subsibloke, Krasnopol guided missiles, as well as by Russian military aircraft. According to several reports, the losses of the Ukrainian army in the recent two days amounted to about 200 servicemen. On the outskirts of Solidar, the Russian Wagner fighters have recently reported on their gains in the village of Yakolevka. Ukrainian units were pushed out from their positions in the village where the Russian mop-up operation continues. In the Bakhmut region, Wagner fighters are yet to secure their stronghold in Opitnye, located on the southern outskirts of the city, as Ukrainian forces continue their attempts to counterattack the village. Fighting is also ongoing in the industrial area on the eastern outskirts of Bakhmut. The Ukrainian military command is transferring additional units, including foreign mercenaries, to the area in an attempt to make up for heavy losses. However, it seems that the foreign volunteers are not willing to take part in the bloody battle anymore. For example, the founder of the U.S. Mozart PMC... <laughs> One-dimensional thinker. So the, so the Russians have Wagner group, so they've got to have a Mozart group. Mozart, look, look, Mozart's okay, but a bit on the gay side. They could have chose something a bit more, uh, bit more powerful. Beethoven. MC, a retired colonel of the U.S. Marine Corps, Andrew Melbourne, complained that members of his so-called humanitarian mission in. Oh, do me a favour. Uh, look, 
when we look back at previous conflicts and we we can just see how one dimensional the the propaganda was say yeah i, I don't know pick a pick a recent war but <laughs> they're really they're really scraping the barrel here Bakhmut, humanitarian mission wagner fighters unfavorable circumstances like evil russians and the lack of funding from the ukrainian command may push mozart mercenaries out from ukraine evil russians what so the people the people that they went there to kill are fighting back so they're evil In early 2023, retired Colonel Melbourne also confirmed that the media is not lying, claiming that the losses of the Ukrainian army amounts to about 70% of its personnel. Press the right key that time, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's looking good. And Jigs is saying they have hit three more times into Russia. Is that in the in the last day? Um, like I say, this it's it's hardly calming down. For I I don't see them engaging in uh, games of football, soccer on Christmas Day. Uh, Negative zero says the Wagner Mozart groups remind me of General Mosquito and his rival General Bug Spray in Liberia. Okay, Johnny says, Doc, you make me laugh out loud when I'm making butternut squash. <laughs> Just well. You can't take some honk pills with the black pills, I guess. We get into the science, um, but I just I, I wanted I've been meaning to sort of cover this um, Ukraine stuff and after I put it on the back burner. Um, those who are of a sensitive disposition might want to look away right now. So this is footage from Bakhmut. Uh, just to give you some context here these are ukrainian forces uh, basically exposed in open fields coming under uh, mortar fire like he's missing a leg um now what i find disturbing about this footage is 
there's no attempt to sort of retrieve the body now you know I, it's a tough situation but um you know is, isn't that what you train up for like leave no one behind <laughs> these dudes just i mean i, I kind of get it you're under fire but they just leg it yeah daniel yeah daniel toilet 300 yeah there's a leg missing um um, I, don't know. I don't know if I'd be wanting to put fluorescent yellow tape on my helmet. <laughs> I mean, you're just making it easy for snipers. Are they taking videos with their phones? No, I don't think so. They've probably got like helmet cams on. Um, I don't. I don't think they're running around with their iPhone. <laughs> To, uh, to grab this footage so uh yeah and um they just took his radio and ammo jana says my son-in-law received two purple hearts for saving several wounded shoulders he got shot in his buttocks crawling to help someone uh, awful um again it, you know i'm i'm lost for words and you know our so-called elected officials are saying that there's no negotiated peace to this right no surrender just keep sending more of those young men in to get chewed up by fucking artillery and mortars these people are gross they're psychotic oh th th this was interesting as well so um this was a raid uh, I'm not sure where, but um, what what caught my attention was uh, you see uh, some Israeli weaponry. These are um, Russian, I don't know, whatever, whatever their seal equivalent is, I guess, going in and clearing um, a house. But yeah, there are um, Israeli weapons in the house. And, you know... <laughs> How come? That's a question should we be asking, what we should be asking. And again, this goes back to my original point of the, when I started this stream, which was, you know, I don't I don't think there's much we're going to be able to, to do with sort of <laughs> pushing them into the sea. But how about holding them to 
proper uh, conventions, which they which they just blithely ignore at the moment. Um, that's that's the type of position we want to be getting into. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that little shield is just sort of flapping about. <laughs> I think I'd be wanting something made of uh, half-inch steel. <laughs> My full body length, not some flappy bit at the bottom. Jesus. Well, I suppose it's got to be light enough to hold your pistol. Right? Top-notch walkie, no? Yeah. Dramatic music. <laughs> I just wanted to get to the end scene of this. Um, I'd see it for the agitprop that it is, but. That's an Israeli Tavor rifle. And, you know, we know, we looked at it several months ago, but, you know, is, Israelis were part of the, how should we say, uh, teams that were involved in enhanced interrogation techniques in some of the, uh, I should say, impromptu prison camps that they'd set up. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty disgusting. Anyway, that's that's why I wanted to show that. Um, so, uh, do I want to do this one? Oh, I might skip that. Um, 
Well, it's uh, it's time. It's time for Shahid's, folks. It's time for Shahid's. So uh, people are aware that a, a reporter at the World Cup, there have been three reporters die. Uh, one from the UK, uh, part of, I think it was an ITV um, heart attack, they said. Just uh, died suddenly. Uh, a, a local Arab one as well. And this guy, uh, I want to say he was 45, yeah, 45 years old. Um, and the interesting thing about this individual, as he died uh, suddenly, he became a shaheed, um, is that uh, his wife, um, Grant Wall's wife, uh, is actually a high-profile figure in U.S. politics herself. While was married to Dr. Celine Gounder for over 20 years, and she posted a tweet acknowledging the support she received in the hours following Wall's death. Um, I'm not going to read that. Uh, Gounder herself is a well-known figure over in the U.S. She served as member of the COVID-19 advisory board under Joe Biden during the pandemic, while she remains a regular guest on U- U.S. news outlets such as CBS. Gounder is one of the most well-respected and decorated medical professionals in America. She has three degrees from three highly decorated universities, while she's won numerous awards for her contributions to her field. The 45-year-old has also worked as a medical journalist, with her works being published in outlets such as The New Yorker and The Atlantic. Now, um, we we support Grant uh, in his efforts to sequester his carbon so that his betters can continue to eat steak and drive cars while the rest of us are subject to eating crickets and cockroaches. Um, I just wonder if she's going to um, be able to push investigations in a direction where it might be useful. Are we, are, can we find out why what appears to be uh, a healthy 45-year-old would, um, I presume, fully vaccinated, would die suddenly like this? Um, are we going to get the autopsy data? So anyway, we salute this Shahid. Uh, it's one of the more interesting um, died suddenly, I guess. Uh, there's many, many I could cover. And actually, he was uh, he had a bit of controversy because he was going round. He's got a uh, gay brother. And uh, he was going round with a... <laughs> look, in a devoutly Muslim country with a... You know, football with a rainbow around it and you know they they were offended by it and told him to turn it around and you know <laughs> yeah. your your gayness offends us uh they apply rule one rule one no pufters and um <laughs> it's their country they do what they want and you know again tragic that we're losing young young people um and why this this is what we need to find out and you know maybe the surgeon general in florida is going to be able to get some answers they seem more proactive there and we'll see um i remain to be convinced and you know i found this article interesting which is just stars we've lost in 2022 now you know 71 years of age, but again, aggressive cancer. Um, you know, he doesn't look so old. 56. Uh, Christine McVie. I, I don't know. 
many of these people, but oh, Fleetwood Mac, uh, 79. Uh, the, the older people, maybe it was just their time and, you know, the pressure of a pandemic. Who knows? But um, how old was this one? 63. Um, how old was this one? 34. Uh, let's see, he was found dead in his bathtub at home in Lancaster. Um, Adult life was marred by controversy, battle with addiction and substance abuse, as well as several high-profile controversies. Well, you know, still young. Uh, that guy was shot um, in his 60s, but um, killed over. They said they wanted, I think he hit his head, this one. Um, yeah, police on the scene said he died from trauma to the head caused by an accidental fall. But what caused him to fall? Old, we don't care. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Coolio is dead. Um, again, not really clear of uh, cardiac arrest. Died suddenly. Oh, Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> One flew over the cuckoo's nest. She's uh, she's passed on. She sequestered her carbon. And uh, I, pr- I presume she must have been quite old. Um <laughs> the lizard herself, good riddance. Uh, but again, an- another young one, uh, Shelby Dean. And she was 32. And does it say where she died? No. Um, I guess it just died suddenly. Ah, relatively old. Um, 81, don't care. Olivia Newton-John, old, 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 old. Ivana Trump. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> she was heavily vaccinated, right? And boom. She got taken out. Um, old, old, old. Andy Fletcher, 60, not so old. Ray Liotta's dead. Holy shit. Um, 67, passed away in his sleep. Uh, Dang. Um, going on. Wow. <laughs> He's lucky. He's lucky he made it to whatever age he was. Uh, Let's see. I'm just scrolling through. But, you know, there's been a lot. (laughs) Young guy here, 30. Um, Does he say where he's died? No. Just passed away. Uh, Let's see. 33 years old. Um... 50 years old, Foo Fighters drummer. Ah, what we could celebrate, Madeline Albright. <laughs> where can I, can I do her? Where is it? Hello, Akbar! I, I will say uh, she's probably uh, very much uh, feeling the uh, heat of the hot place. Uh, John Clayton, uh, 67, old. Um, William Hurt is dead. Mm, still old. Uh, but anyway, the list is going on and on. Now, she doesn't look that old. 43. Um, cause of death, not immediately known. Died suddenly. Uh, but... Dang. Uh, let's see. She was 30 years old. Um, wherever she was. Chesley Christ. Miss USA 2019. Well, she's a hottie. Um, Ken doesn't doesn't say why she died just died suddenly um 73 old old meatloaf is dead highly 
No. Uh, another young one. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was hospitalized after suffering a head injury and did not recover. Again, you know, why, why are these people falling over and uh, collapsing? Don't know. <laughs> God damn it. This uh, this list just goes on and on and on. Bob Saget, of course, we know about uh, Sydney Poitier. dead. dang. Uh, Kimmy Sue, 29. Um, that's this girl, old lady, 36. Um, yeah, her death was unexpected. And, you know, this, uh, this recent, so Thai princess, is it? Well, yesterday, uh, 14th of December, heart attack running, unlikely to recover. UCF. Ty and Jake Hescock, 25, dies, heart attack, jogging. Grant, what are we, did him. Uh, DJ Mighty Mouse dies in his sleep, aortic aneurysm. Um, now, I don't know. Did, did, did celebrities just keel over like this in other years? Or are, or are we looking at a, uh, a, a significant signal? Certainly seems strange. And... I came across this. Uh, this is... I'll put a link to the substack. Uh, El Gato Malo. Um, sudden death from unknown causes. Um, this is German data. And reveals that sudden deaths with unknown cause have increased by three times since the start of vaccination in 2021. Now... <laughs> You know, you could make arguments that maybe it is the virus, but anyone who's not putting into the equation that the medical interventions might have something to do with this is not looking at the data objectively. Uh, let me just... Uh, we're going to get into the science now. So um, just bear with me. I'll catch up on the comments. Um, third journalist dead in Qatar. Pull that link up. This is the this is the guy from ITV. Yeah, he was the first one I think that passed away. But you know, re relatively old. But um, <sighs> no, just go away. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lightning striking more than twice. Uh, who knows? Says Shahid time is my favourite time. Hello, Akbar! Let's see. Did that did that. Um, uh, let's see. Zayra says anticipated Israeli self-loading rifle hits the market. Uh, the Tavo is one of the most anticipated rifles since the end of the assault weapons ban. Uh, Israel widely is respected as having some of the finest military equipment gear in the world, including its recent unveiling of... Oh, this is 2014. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's... Um, it's a it's a fine-looking gun. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of uh, bullpup rifles. I own one myself. 
Uh, let's see. Negative uh, zero says it's fitting that as people's immune systems have been compromised by transfection technology, society's immunity against suspicious death from, from such technology has been compromised by propaganda and censorship. I think so. And, you know, the, but the annoying thing is, is that we should be getting, uh, we should be getting autopsy data. And again, I'm, uh, I wouldn't dismiss the role of the virus and the combination of the two together. Um, you know, it, it's it's very odd seeing how polarized people are becoming around. Uh, it's data at the end of the day, and you know, I I can read on some forums that are sort of pro-vaccine that they think all these people dying suddenly, um, it's because of because of COVID and um, not wearing masks. And completely disregarding the fact that a lot of these people have been vaccinated, whereas you know on the other side, uh, it's all it's all because of the vaccine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, I, I, we don't know yet. I'm kind of suspicious of the gene transfection technology, but um, I await more and more data. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Grant Mitchell says the match he was at was a bit of a thriller, to be fair. <laughs> Touche, bro. <laughs> See, he did write uh, that he was feeling quite unwell. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to get into MERS today a little bit. Adura uh, says, I thought he had an aortic tear. It was all jabbed up. And his wife is already swearing it's not the vax. Um, and again, you know, that's someone who's not looking at the data objectively. Sorry. Um, we don't know right now. Uh, let's see. Le Junior says his brother was beside himself because Grant was taking a sand for the homos. Uh, can we just have a break from the homos just for once? Can't they just go watch football? Do we have to have their bloody rainbows shoved down our throat every minute, every day? We get it. We get it. You like taking it up the dung hole. Okay. And we've even allowed you to get married now. But you know what? Uh, in the Muslim world, they ain't too keen on it. They, they expect Allah's wrath to come down on them. So, uh, Real Class Fob says 58 is the new 80. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Climate change is real and taking out all these people. Yeah, and look, we're being gaslit all the time. You know, there was, there was a headline. I saw hot and cold weather in Canada is, is driving up uh, heart attacks. Uh, again, come on, please. <laughs> can, can we not get the autopsy data? Can we not start getting proper scientific analysis done? And, you know, I feel that the, you know, it's coming slowly, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't have got this far down the path where I, I'm doing skits and making off-color jokes about people who are dying unexpectedly. <laughs> and at a young age, younger than me.
Fukov Gaffer says, in that obituary for that Miss Universe chick, it said she fell to her death. And then further down, it says, her impact will live on. Uh, what's the page uh, the, with all the stars that are dead? Um, I just came across it by chance, but here you go. That's it. Um, let's see. Where was I? Miss <laughs> impact will live on. Oh. They all died for the cause. Uh, the Thai princess is dead. Well, they did say she didn't think she was going to make it. So, uh, Lisa G says, I assume I missed the Shahids. Just joined. You did. I'm afraid you did. Um, let's see. Legenia says, our sensibilities can't handle the pediatric deaths, so they'll just not report them. Look, I'm seeing them, right? But look, I'm... I'm already sort of pushing the bet. Like even even I'm sort of going, Fuck, you know, <laughs> making jokes about this. Sort of, I don't, I, I don't know. Either laugh or cry, but you know, th it, this is important data, and um, but I I can't do it for the kids that are uh, taking the hit. Uh, let's see, what's this? German data. Oh, that's the presentation, but it's it's in German. Sorry. Um, let's see. We should make a very condensed fact sheet for people who had a relative pass away, like what tests to ask for, which organs need to be sliced. Yes. Uh, Colorist says, did you see the MP? Yeah, I did. Um, and yeah, to an empty uh, House of Commons. We did that. I showed this picture, right? It was sent to me. <laughs> this, this just about sums it up, right? Um, that's him talking to uh, the parliament about a whistleblower from some cardiac institution in the UK, empty, and there's all the MPs there to vote on their next pay rise. Ha! Your government loves you. Um, let's see. If we found that the vaccine has a higher case fatality rate than the virus. Oof. I, I don't know, man. Look. There are billions of shots that have gone out now, and well, wait on the data, I guess. I mean, it's not looking good. Um, Steve Kirsch just posted she died, 44, out, yeah, sad. Uh, yeah, I saw unvaccinated being blamed for more car accidents. <laughs> Anything. Anything right to distract. Um, Josie says, Doc, what data would be the clincher? What do you need to see as a scientist to say jabs a cause of death? So um, I guess what you do is you have to build a clinical picture. So it, it would it would be tough to say off an N of one. But, you know, if you get a thousand cases and, you know, 80% of them, they find, you know, myocarditis and, you know, these little focal spots that can cause arrhythmia. There was the German paper a few, few days ago, a few weeks, a few days ago, um, where they were able to identify that. And, you know, th th these were um, top German pathologists who were making the scientific claims. And so if we see a sort of tsunami of data heading in that direction, then yeah, we can say that it's, um, there's a definite risk. 
I think I think we've all concluded that there is. But you know, there's there's one thing massaging your own confirmation biases, and there's an other next level which you have to get to with respect to nailed on scientifically accepted causal mechanisms it's it's a tough job and if they're not doing the autopsies then we don't get the data and the sad fact is we're in a situation where the um there are too many vested interests in that data not becoming public or widely known and like i say i can i can watch across different forums pe people who are true true believers who can't countenance the idea that they might have exposed themselves or others to a potentially lethal risk or life-changing um, pathology. And then there, there, are, there are those on this other side who are 100% convinced everything is the vaccine. And, you know, I've had this issue about the people who, in my opinion, are having seizures and they're rotating and they're saying, oh, look, it's a new form of death. And these people are seeing demons as they pass away. And I would, I would say, look, until you see a nailed on death certificate for those types of events, that's just a uh, bit shoot, uh, whatever. <laughs> telegram nonsense that right now is confusing the picture and you know it's it's Stu Peter's level of uh, analysis and it it doesn't help <sighs> let's see agree duck these people wearing rainbows in the Middle East nations are not as <laughs> uh, breaks with it yeah this is a interesting graph but um where is it? Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on. Now look, there were there were athletes and young people collapsing before the vaccines came out. I, I know this because I'm speaking to people who are collating data Europe wide. And something was happening. So again, as a probability, yes, it's very likely or, or there's a high probability that the medical countermeasures are part of the problem and have exacerbated it. But, you know, we've still got a circulating pathogen that we know is it's not it's not flu or pneumonia. It's a, a systemic epithelial disease and coagulopathy. And, you know, who knows how that. Well, <laughs> we're kind of getting a, a first-hand lesson in how it impacts people. But again, you, you've got to be able to get in there. And, you know, that's the paper I'm going to get to with the neuroscience next with um, looking looking at causality. And you, you've got to do all the scientific steps. That means immunohistochemical staining of tissues that you think have been impacted, critical organs, heart, brain, um, lungs, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not an easy business. Uh, let's see, but uh, breaks. Good to see you, bro. Uh, do, 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 do. So yeah, this is the MP. We can watch him. It's also been brought to my attention by a whistleblower from a very reliable source that one of these institutions is covering up clear data that reveals the mRNA vaccine increases inflammation of the heart arteries. They are covering this up in fear that they may lose funding from the pharmaceutical industry, 
The lead of that cardiology, cardiology research department has a prominent leadership role uh, with the British Heart Foundation, and I'm very disappointed to say that, that he has sent out non-disclosure agreements to his research team to ensure that this important data never sees the light of day. This, Madam Deputy Speaker, is, is an absolute disgrace. I mean, so, if, if that's true, right, every ethical and moral framework which I was trained with, right, because I've, I've worked clinical neuroscience, right, <laughs> to be thinking that they would be so nefarious in their actions to try to cover up that data so the public doesn't know. And and they really know that there's a safety signal there. Um, I, I, it's very, very difficult for me to compute. And like I say, a few years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. I, I you know, I, I figured that the mechanisms were in there to sort of, you know, pick these signals up. And people, you know, people that my peers that I trusted, who I thought were, were good at their job and were, were you know, they, they followed the ethical frameworks. But that appears not to be the case. And so, yeah, you know, we're seeing evidence of something going on. Now, is it a, um, like a, I don't know, probably a kill shot for humanity? I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Are, are we, is there going to be pain and loss? Sure, yeah. Should it be covered up? Absolutely not. But that's the world in which we find ourselves right now. And that's why it's important that we have these discussions all the time. Uh, I need to make sure I'm streaming because streams have been um, cut a lot of the time. Uh, all right. So that's that. We're still good there. Let me do that. Oh, 106 watching on Rumble. Uh, Kate says, hello from Utah. Be shoveling snowy driveways and listening. It snows in Utah, really? Wow. Uh, let's see. Um, did that? Did that? Okay. So I think. All right. I'll I'll quickly cover this preprint which um, just came out and. Uh, Convergent evolution in SARS-CoV-2 spike creates a variant soup that causes new COVID-19 waves. And you know, they talk about various uh, mutations on the spike. And th they say uh, in the article, the most likely reason for this convergence is the selective pressure exerted by previous infection or vaccine-elicited immunity. So literally, another element to add to the equation here is <laughs> that the vaccines are driving the pandemic, sort of akin to what Gert Vandenbosch was predicting. And here, here are the papers starting to come out. All right, let's get to um, the neuroscience. Uh, so this, this is autopsy study, and this is focused on uh, the pathogen. It's published uh, yesterday. Um, nature, SARS-CoV-2 infection and persistence in the body and brain at autopsy. Uh, let's see. So COVID-19 is known to cause multi-organ dysfunction, 
during acute infection with severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus, with some patients experiencing prolonged symptoms termed post-acute sequelae of SARS-CoV-2, PASC. However, the burden of infection outside the respiratory tract and time to viral clearance are not well characterized, particularly in the brain. As the old doc has been saying right from the beginning. Here we carried out complete autopsies on 44 patients who died with COVID-19 with extensive sampling of the central nervous system in 11 of these patients to map and quantify the distribution, replication and cell type specificity of SARS-CoV-2 across the human body, including the brain from acute infection to more than seven months following symptom onset. We show that SARS-CoV-2 is widely distributed, predominantly among patients who died with severe COVID-19, and that virus replication is present in multiple respiratory and non-respiratory tissues, including the brain, uh, early in infection. Further, we detected persistent SARS-CoV-2 RNA in multiple anatomic sites, including throughout the brain, as late as 230 days following symptom onset in one case. Despite extensive distribution of SARS-CoV-2 RNA throughout the body, we observed little evidence of inflammation or direct viral cytopathology outside the respiratory tract. Our data indicate that in some patients, SARS-CoV-2 can cause systemic infection and persist in the body for months. Now, um, you know, my initial impressions from that abstract is there's a disconnect between the well, the the presence of viral particles, proteins, peptides, whatever, whatever they're detecting using their methods, and lack of signatures that they would classically look for. So this is gets into the discussion about you know. Or causality it's it's when you really get down to it it can become very very difficult to nail um just nail causality to the you know it's a it can get a little slippery but you know going with first principles predictions as we've focused on on this channel um the brain appears to be a primary target, well, primary is the wrong word, but um, a major target for the expression of these viral particles. And any anything that gets into something as sensitive as the central nervous system, you know, we, we, how much disruption do you need to cause catastrophic events? Um, my experience is not that much, actually. You just got to hit the right spots. Um, so, do we? Let's just have a look. Yeah, I, I'm for sure. I think we've looked at this paper as a preprint, but um, the take-home message here. Can we blow this up? Yeah. Okay. So. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So eleven patients, and we're. Well, I'm interested in the um, neural tissue, and here we can see a whole bunch of uh, targets. And oh, my favourite area, basal ganglia. And out of eleven, we have one, two, three, four, five, five showing. Um, it's not high levels, but detectable within the basal ganglia. Um, 
the highest areas of uh, expression are the hypothalamus. Um, and so the hypothalamus and the pituitary, the brain covering, if you like, that surrounds the rest of the brain becomes very thin because you have to put out a lot of hormones from that area. And as it says, hypothalamus underneath the thalamus. Thalamus, I would consider part of the basal ganglia. Um, but as the as it's so anatomically close, um, I'm not surprised to see that you would find um, high levels there. Um, uh, the dura mater is another high place, which is the covering of the brain. But, um, you know, the take home message here is that yeah the the brain the brain is a target now you know are, are there other areas that have higher um signals yeah the areas where the infection takes hold uh in the lung tissue but the point we keep trying to hammer home is that the tissue tropism of SARS-CoV-2 because of the furin cleavage site is far, far wider. And it's the furin cleavage site which is a primary suspect in this picture of the disease that we're trying to build. And there's a lot of suspicion about where that furin cleavage site comes from. And that's a paper that I'm, I'm gonna get to in a minute. And what that paper will say is, is I'll spoil it. I'll wait. I'll keep you hanging in suspense. Just uh, hang on a minute. Um, but yeah, well, that that's the paper, and there's their table, and um, there you go. Um, SARS-CoV-2 hits the brain. Um, here's the. Uh, no, no, no. There was there was more data in this. There was uh, immunohistochemistry. Yeah. So. Uh, RNA in situ detection in extrapulmonary tissues. So by now you should be aware that you know often the sort of brown staining against a background stain is then picking up um, uh, what they're detecting here, but spike uh, or, or viral proteins. Uh, let's see, it just says SARS-CoV-2 virus. Um, I'd have to read through the the methods to get what they're looking at here but um here we can see it being expressed so green is SARS-2 in central nervous tissue and you know quite clear uh, signals um pictures from the hypothalamus and again you know no nothing that we didn't know it's just it, it's nice to sort of <laughs> it's nice these are dead people dead people who probably could still be with us had we not engaged in the type of dangerous research which <laughs> many many organizations have been dipping their fingers into for various reasons and you know i'm i'm of the opinion and look i'll state this i don't, I, I don't think that we can that, that by focusing and trying to shut down these programs is going to automatically ramp up the surveillance state we can be in a situation where we just say no there's no more money going going to that there's no and and if there's no money going to that type of research then i don't think there's any need there's no excuse for them to be rolling out the the surveillance technologies and the sort of horrible looking dystopia that we seem to be heading to
Um, but yeah, let's <laughs> let's stop these people. All that all that military spending. How about we knock it on the head? <laughs> Make people abide by treaties, and you don't have countries being able to circumvent those treaties. Looking at you, Israel. All right. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't think I'm gonna go much more beyond. Um, that paper. It's it's there in the central nervous system, pretty clear. Uh, let's see. Staff NEC, 0.2% of hospitalized kids in Germany diagnosed with C died of COVID according to DGPI data. That's 14 to 15 kids. 3% in ICU. 14 kids in three years is not that bad. Yeah, look, you know, we've learned a lot during this pandemic. And you know, one of the small blessings is that children, it, it tends not to impact children so much. Um, let's pray that it stays that way. Um, if, we, if we're to uh, take a cue from the uh, planning and the exercises that we're doing, what was, I forgot what it was called now, something conta catastrophic contagion, the, the exercise they just did, another Bill and Melinda Gates special. Um, you know, we can see where they're going, where they're heading, and they're talking about the, the the next pandemic that's around the corner. Well, I think we can stop those pandemics by stopping that bloody research and stop being gaslit by these people. <laughs> uh, who knows? Thank you very much for... Uh... Touche, bro. <laughs> Touche. Uh, let's see. Lisa says, so hence CFR vax will easily surpass the virus as predicted feared, at least in that age bracket. Maybe, maybe. Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, look, just m my scientific training just says to me, you know, before going all in, make sure you've got all the data. Were we to be doing a real-time sort of Bayesian analysis? I'll say it's not looking very good. For the uh, medical countermeasures, that's for sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, I'll skip the German data. Uh, Nick says scientists will move on the risk factors of the vaccine when it's safe and effective for their careers. Yes, yes, ab absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that anyone who kept their mouth shut during <laughs> from the beginning of this pandemic to now, um needs to go they can't be trusted in those positions <laughs> they gotta go uh, do, 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 do. let's see if we consider that you're not considered vaccinated until two weeks after the second jab then all those deaths in that period will unlikely would likely exponentially increase the case fatality rate yes i agree pustitas says Ed nick uh well put i agree the spinning seizures don't really prove anything no they don't and you know it's stupid if you're if you're trying to get into a discussion with someone about the potential risks around you know around dual use gain of function research uh, the medical countermeasures that have sprung from it um showing them people spinning around and having seizures when you you don't know the providence of that video and you don't have a death certificate that's a that's a stupid thing to do um, 
Yeah, I mentioned the German study, little butlers. Um, tip the ticks evading. Blick, nice. Let me just check if uh, I see any more there. But I think um, we can get some Mackie D's uh, too, uh, Simon. Colorist, you can have. What can you have? Uh, genetic engineering, genetic engineering of viruses. Thank you very much, Simon. We'll be happy. Uh, let's see, Dr. Asim Malatora on Twitter, top doctor, orthopedic surgeon, sports conservative MP, calls for complete suspension of COVID mRNA vaccines, given serious adverse events and allegations of a cover-up of harm. Yeah, look, you'll get no argument from me in this instance. It has to be investigated. And I'm pretty sure, if I had to bet, that we'll find out that there's a problem. Now, the, you know, the question is, how come some people can get their fourth, fifth shot and not have a problem and you know again that probably comes down to the manufacturing they've probably seeded the field with blanks we we found evidence for that um but thank you for that link uh are amyloid plaques always white uh look my experience looking at protein misfolding you always have to stain the tissue uh, uh, for for specific with specific chemicals and stains to be able to make a definitive judgment as to what you're seeing these long tangled looking clots that are maybe being pulled out of body, bodies by uh, morticians etc um i don't I, i've never seen anything like that um is it amyloid? I think highly likely. Um, Professor Burkhardt, Ryan Cole seem to agree. And, you know, we await the autopsy data. And, you know, it's not a hard thing to do. Um, <laughs> Masaki. <laughs> yeah, I don't speak to him anymore. Um... Ah, uh, says the world of meter for Israel is showing little to no cases, but a solid ramp of death, ADE perhaps. Yeah, it could be ADE, could be, uh, you know, the go watch the discussion I had with Nick. And, you know, we spent a long time, well, talking about lots of things, but um, the there may be a significant impact at the population level for immune health. And in that environment, other infections could be, taking hold and all having synergistic effects so you know the no, again um we need we need proper data and we need the you know detailed autopsies to get to the bottom of it but yeah. my advice right now is uh, avoid avoid any boosters Bill says, as we've made clear in the announcements video, we're releasing by file, all MP3s all done. You can get and find them here on the Telegram channel. Um, next up, the emails from the Biden laptop. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's see. We need a lot more data on the rubbery clots, not just shock films. Yes, I agree. Um, and look, there are medical professionals who I'm putting faith in or trust in, or faith is all trust in, to be reporting honestly about them. Now, I wish I could get my hands on some 
it's not it's not a hard tissue processing to stain it for amyloid. Uh, let's see. Jana says, listening on Rumble, out for a run with the dog. Uh, <laughs> you be careful jogging. Jogging's become a uh, dangerous activity. <laughs> What's this? For Charles, good to see, bro. <laughs> Tales from the Grift. <laughs> How to stop a blood sucking soulless undead bureaucracy. <laughs> TJ, bro. Yeah, we just, like, the oversight has gone. All right, so, um, MERS. MERS. Now, this, this paper is, um, caught my eye. And. You know, I had to, you know, stoke in Twitter a bit. I said, uh, bioweapon confirmed. And in this study, they, they're able, well, the, the, the problem is, is that I, I, going through it, I believe this to be a um, more computational study. But um, what they, what they show is, is that the, MERS virus, which is a beta coronavirus, the only way that it's able to develop the polybasic furin cleavage site that we see with SARS-CoV-2 is if you do um, serial passaging through human tissue. And their conclusions are that, well, let's, let's, let's read the, um, the article. Ah, hang on. I might get a bit hoarse. Let me just uh, give me give me two minutes, folks. Let me just fill up my tea. Um, uh, if I do this, I'll be back in a sec.
तबीयत साफ हो गया साधु यू हैड एनफ Help Dev get a new stream deck. Hit those donation buttons. <laughs> Bloody sounds stingers. All right. Um, what was the title again? Uh, so pre-pandemic artificial mirrors, analog of polyfunctional SARS-CoV-2 S1 S2 furin cleavage site domain is unique among beta coronaviruses. Uh, Andreas Martin Lizuski, School of Science, Jacobs University, Bremen, Bremen, Germany. Maybe uh, Joanna knows this person. Um, so the uh, uh, SARS-CoV-2-S glycoprotein furin cleavage site is a key functional determinant of SARS-CoV-2 virulence and COVID-19 pathogenicity. As uh, Charles and myself discussed at length, uh, I would say last week, Go watch those streams. Very, very informative. Located at the S1, S2 junction, it is unique among Sarbeco viruses, but is also found among other beta coronaviruses. Recent evidence suggests that this proteolytic site extends to a 10-amino acid long polyfunctional domain with two additional functional motifs, a PAT7 nuclear localizational signal. Now, that sounds disturbing to me. <laughs> So it can translocate to the nucleus. Oh, I'll just uh, keep that in mind. And two flanking O-glycoside threonine serine residues. However, a systematic analysis of coronavirus S-protein sequences bearing this polyfunctional domain has been missing. Here we report that among spike protein sequences of genus beta coronavirus and outside of the SARS-CoV-2 clade, an analogous polyfunctional domain was found in only one other virus, an artificial MERS infectious clone. Ba -ba -ba. Described already in 2017, which constitutes an adapted genotype from serial passage in genetically humanized mice. In contrast to this artificial MERS coronavirus, which has no natural primary host and which during passage acquired the full PAT7 motif S protein sequences from all other beta coronaviruses, did not present a polyfunctional S1 S2 junction domain analogous to SARS CoV 2. As the evolutionary closest beta coronavirus outside of the SARS-CoV-2 clade lacked all its three functional features, this critical S1-S2 polyfunctional domain becomes an unlikely product of natural evolution alone. This evident evidence implicates a possible artificial origin of SARS-CoV-2 and extends the current view on its pathogenesis. Now, um... They haven't done the experiments in here. This is this is a computational bioinformatics paper. And you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> Let me just uh, just impose myself on... See if uh, Charles will... I know Charles is in the chat. Let's, uh, let's get Charles' uh, take on this. Can you, can you answer, can you answer um, Skype, Charles? Let me try. Just impose myself. Wake up, Rixie. <laughs> Get out of bed. See what Charles' take on this is. 
So rude. No answer. Ah, un unavailable. Ah, pick up, Charles. Call me back, bro. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to get your take on this. So, uh, we'll, we'll read on. The unusual fearing cleavage site at the S1-S2 domain junction of SARS-CoV-2 has been recurrently discussed in the context of SARS-CoV-2 origins. Uh, give me a sec. I, s I smell weakness, Rixie. A sec. Good day. Oh, Charles is coming on. Excellent. Um, well, I'll keep reading till... Uh... <laughs> Not dressed, Rixie. <laughs> Just do audio, bro. I don't have to see you. <sighs> uh, in comparison to back coronavirus, uh, RATG13, which I think is a very suspect uh, sequence, and Banal 2052, another suspect. In my opinion, right, virology is such a tainted discipline that anything after SARS-CoV-2, we can just think of them trying to cover their asses. So um, be very, very sceptical about those uh, uh, particular sequences. <laughs> the closest genomic relatives to SARS-CoV-2, the reference Wuhan isolate sequence, features a four amino acid PRRA insert between two adjacent serine and arginine residues, resulting in a RR minimal furin cleavage site motif that has not been seen in other Sarbeco viruses. On the other hand, furin and furin-like cleavage sites at S1, S2 domains in other beta coronavirus spike glycoproteins have been known and used as evidence against arguments that SARS-CoV-2 furin cleavage site might not be of natural origin. That would be uh, Robert F. Gary's argument, and uh, we know what we think of him. Um, let me just turn this. <laughs> Uh, in comparison to other local sequence features, the novel polybasic furin cleavage site at the S1-S2 junction domain has been more frequently discussed. Even though it was already predicted in early 2020, Anderson et al. that paper should be withdrawn and then experimentally confirmed that this FCS is also flanked by two proximal O-linked glycosylation sites, uh, threonine and serine. And, you know, what's the significance of the glycosylation sites? Is that, um, I, I want to say it's because they develop if they've been exposed to immune system. So passage through um, whole animals, basically. O-link glycosylations with these two residues implies their functional roles as modulators of furin cleavage site, membrane fusion, and virus penetration activity, who misses. In addition, Satar Atel recently identified the S1-S2 FCS itself as part of a PAT7 nuclear localization signal. In line with the functional prediction from this uh, whatever nuclear localization signal, they showed that SARS-CoV-2 spike translocated into the nucleus, while a PAT7 deficient SARS-S did not. Now, <laughs> that should that should be ringing a whole bunch of alarm bells right now, because we have to presume that the same phenomenon is being expressed in the uh, in, in the medical countermeasures if it gets a hold and it's putting out a high fidelity copy. So, yeah, maybe that data which uh, has shown, you know, I'm thinking of the in vitro studies uh, out of Sweden where they, where they identified, uh, I mean, those were cancer cells, but, um, you know, it's a data point and it's... 
Uh, hang on. Who was beeping me? Have we lost the stream? Uh, I embedded live audio on WTYL.live. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so if people just want to listen to the audio, you can go to WTYL.live. Let's have a look at that real quick. Let's see if it's working. Uh, yeah, there's an audio only for cancer cells. But yeah, there you go. It's working. Ah, real radio station. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I did. I did refresh it, but uh, yeah, very, very cool. Uh, let me get back to uh, doing science, though. Um, see, your money's well spent with tax evading Blick Simon Phoenix. All right, uh, wrong paper. Uh, while the functional implications of this discovery remain to be elucidated, the results of Sataratel suggest that interesting possibility that SARS-CoV-2 spike nuclear translocation is linked to pathogenesis in a similar way as is the nucleocapsid protein as one of the classical nuclear localization signals. Can I just call it NLS from now? PAT7 is defined by seven consecutive residues starting with a proline followed by a stretch of four residues that include three basic amino acids together with this new putative function of PAT7 NLS mediated S translocation. We hypothesize that spike SARS-CoV-2 S1 S2 junction domain between mouth between residues threonine six seven eight valine six eight seven is polyfunctional, bearing at least the above three functional motifs. To systemically analyze the occurrence of analogous polyfunctional sequence domains across a comprehensive set of relevant virus species, we turn to the curated beta coronavirus spike glycoprotein collection of overlapping homologous superfamilies. This collection represented the entire genus beta coronavirus through 2,465 evolutionarily diverse spike protein sequences across 38 virus species. We then extracted all 98,122 predicted furin cleavage site motifs within a constant frame of 20 amino acid residues, which were subsequently automatically filtered for PAT7 LS NLS motifs. After removing the sequence fragments and duplicates, this procedure resulted in a set of 20 representative sequences to which two related back coronavirus, sorry, beta coronavirus sequences were manually added as PAT7 negatives. The presence of the adjacent threonine-serine-O-glycosite residue pair was homology inferred within the SARS-CoV-2 clade and for other sequences individually checked with the standard prediction software NetOglyc4. While most resulting virus sequences corresponded to the inclade SARS-CoV-2 variants that preserved the entire polyfunctional TPRR-RS consensus motif, two additional motifs from distantly related sequences were also detected one from the spike of human coronavirus, HKU1, the other from a u <laughs> I always said urine, murine-adapted MERS coronavirus isolate, MA30, denoted as MERS MA30. The HCOV HKU1 isolate presented the minimal furin cleavage site consensus embedded into a full PAT7 motif. Oh, these papers are difficult to read. P-S-S-R-R-K-R. -R -R. However, there was no threonine serine O glycoside pair at the expected flanking positions, and therefore the sequence represented not a full functional analogue of the corresponding SARS-CoV-2 domain. By contrast, Mars, uh, uh, MERS MA30, which was the murine mouse one, compromised, so I'm presuming these are humanised mice, 
by contrast, compromise the entire polyfunctional domain. TLT, PRRVRSV, with the robust I glycoside predictions for threonine 744 and serine 752. These data indicate that within the broad and representative set of beta coronaviruses, MERS MA30 was the only instance of a complete functional analogue of the S1-S2 polyfunctional domain of SARS-CoV-2. The corresponding TPRRRS consensus motif between the spikes of SARS-CoV-2 and MERS MA30, which overall share a level of 32.7% in protein sequence identity, was not a product of convergent evolution. Now I've got to try and um, what are they? What are they really saying there? So m my understanding from this literature is that. Um, when when you're looking for um, phylogenetically close relationships, um, you, you, the 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 height the height anything sort of below eighty ninety, they just say, oh, that's too evolutionarily distant and um, it's not related. So I'm I'm trying to sort of pass this. So are they saying that because they are so different, it's not a convergent evolution? This was evident from two... Maybe it will become more obvious as we read on. Uh, this was evident from two distinct observations. First, the closest parental strain to MERS was the MER, or the murine MERS was the MERS first isolate, EMC 2012, which lacks the PAT7 motif. Only during the adaption and serial passage in artificially humanized mice, the PAT7 sequence PRSVRSV was fixed through a non-synonymous mutation, serine 749-arginine in MERS-S, MERS-MA30-S PAT7-FCS is therefore a product of directed adaptation in bioengineered host cells. Figure 1A, let's see if we can see that, figure 1A. In fact, I think this paper only has one figure. So I I would interpret this. P R S V R R V R S. Okay. So uh, uh, okay. So the my take-home message from this paper is that the only the only way for this polybasic motif to emerge that has what they're claiming is this nuclear localization signal is it has to be it has to be sent through. Um, an artificial passage through uh, well, a living organism, in this case, humanized mice. Um, I don't, I don't have enough uh, background to sort of. We need a. Hey, Commander Rixie, sir. Hello. Yeah, check that background out. Wait, let me. Oh, well, I, I'm trying to flip it around because it's backwards, but... Hang on. Bring that on here. 
Hey, very cool, dude. <laughs> um, have you read the paper? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, your opinion, sir? <clears throat> um, well, you are correct in that it's basically saying that uh, Jesus didn't immaculately send this manna down from heaven in to recombine perfectly the way this is. So it's just further confirmation that it was either engineered or passaged, and there's no other there's no other real there's no other scientific explanation for it that they that they've seen this so far. And you know we we spent quite a few hours folk honing in on this point for multiple reasons um one of obviously because of the um well it the the suspicion that arose almost immediately that it shouldn't be there there's the obvious cgg cgg uh, alignment of amino acids that the molecular biologists sort of honed in on as being synthetic um uh someone th i can't remember who asked it might have been genovator actually was asking what what's the significance of cgg cgg codons in that particular position i didn't really have a good answer except that's what molecular biologists use as a i don't know like a restriction site or well they i'm not a scientist so i'm just going to make up whatever sounds good um, basically, that that combination wouldn't happen. It happens very rarely in nature. I want to say it's like 1.4 percent of 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 codons, and it, but it's a human codon, so it, you would not see it cropping up in bats um, flanking a human targeting. <laughs> cleavage site so it's just further evidence that it's not natural because that exact codon set is what is used for engineering purposes <clears throat> so it's just it's it's further confirmation that it's completely ridiculous and completely unnatural and um, the disturbing conclusion to this is that it all our talk about biowarfare as being a possibility, we keep moving further and further into that domain. Whether 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 it was meant as an offensive agent or just as a um, pathway to a medical countermeasure, it's still part of that research domain, and seems it doesn't look good for the programs that would be involved in that type of research. Well, of, of course not. And at the end of the day, there's no justification for having a furin cleavage site. Um, I'm trying to see if uh, I, I see somebody's saying that there's feedback, but uh, I don't know if it's still. It sounds all right. To, I, I can um, I can try Zoom. I, I do think Zoom is um, better. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter to me, but I was just going to say that uh, uh, you would never have any fear in a cleavage site in the vaccine. You just wouldn't. There's, there's zero reason, um, zero reason to have a fear in cleavage site on a vaccine of any kind because you don't need cell tropism. You don't need increased cell tropism for a vaccine that isn't supposed to go anywhere. That's only supposed to interact with the, the mucosal barrier, with the immune barrier. So the fact that an immune, if you're in cleavage site is there at all, is a site that this is not a vaccine. And if it is a vaccine, the only thing that I can think of is that it was meant to be a transmissible vaccine, mm. which is basically like, it's kind of like that um, covert moral bio enhancement. It's like a covert vaccine, which which is that's not better. No, it's no. probably it's, it's just as bad. Yeah. And what, whatever this is, it's not what they're claiming it is. And I think that's the key takeaway. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can get. Um, oh, oh no, it's all right. Um, on Skype, I look very small, but with just the regular camera. The, the setup looks okay. Sorry. Um, Size doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> right, so what you do with it, right? Um, sorry, could you uh, just relay that sort of last um, sentence there again? So the, the, the trope is... Size doesn't matter. No, <laughs> not that bit. <laughs> Before I started, before my ADD kicked in about the, uh, the yeah. layout. Um, yeah, so it's, cell tropism... Basically, um, the ability of, well, in this case, a, a, pathogen, a pathogen to be able to um, infect or enter into uh, a, a certain type of cell tissue, uh, the furin cleavage site exponentially increases the ability of, of any pathogen by exponentially increasing the range of tissues that it can infect. So that is completely worthless for a vaccine. The entire point of the vaccine is to interact with your immune system at you know the, the barrier of the skin or the mucosal barrier. It's not to spread throughout the body. So not only did they do that, but then for the jab itself, they further protected the sphere and cleavage site by wrapping it in a ball of fat. So even though um, furin expression increases with hypoxia, and even though hypoxia of, of lower than 90% oxygen level um, causes the blood-brain barrier to be permeable, now the jabs can do all of those things and it's even more able to pass the blood vein barrier than presumably other um, such barriers throughout the body. So it's, it's completely antithetical to what you'd want in a vaccine. Yeah, and precisely what you'd want in something where, well, you're, you're trying to inflict. Now, if you want, you're basically you're basically taking the hypoxia furin cascade, which is tied into um, uh, amyloid development and 
to uh, cancer cell growth, and you're piling those cascades on top of being sick from SARS-CoV-2 itself, but even if you're not sick with it, you then have your body expressing these proteins. And so guess what? Let's say that your body is still expressing these proteins and then you get sick and maybe it's with something completely different. Maybe it's you know, flu or RSV or whatever. If there's, if there's hypoxia present, then it, hypothetically, you, you could just be further triggering that even months after you get jabbed or months after you get infected with the virus itself, depending on, you know, how strong your immune system is to begin with. So well, there's just so many negative possibilities and it's, it, it, brings it, up, it cannot be a, a therapeutic device. It cannot be a therapeutic device. Yeah. And it, it brings, it brings up the issue of the peptide persistence in specific tissues. And so uh, I don't know if you saw the stream I did with Nick where we were looking at, uh, again, this was in vitro study, but they were just taking the GP120 peptide sequence and they were um, able to show that even at, well, in the, in the experiment it was nanomolar, but picomolar level concentrations in neural tissue, so dorsal root ganglion, it was able to essentially inhibit growth so you didn't have the uh, dendritic expression and the axon growing properly, the fast axonal transport of vesicles was impacted and um, th we have to make the, well, it's not a presumption, we know, we know that the concentration of spike protein delivered by transfection is equivalent to that which occurs in a, a severe clinical case of SARS and and so now we're left with the prospect, very real prospect, that there's a there's a deliberate there's a deliberate peptide sequence that allows the tissue tropism. <coughs> it's closely associated with GP120 epitopes as well. That looks designed to hit the most crucial and sensitive elements of the body. And do it, and do it in a fashion that, in uh, I would argue, a lot of instances, uh, it's geared towards chronic expression and disablement. Espe especially if, especially if there's not the the um, the acute immune response that occurs with, say, natural infection, uh, natural exposure. Natural. Inf I got. I got called up for saying natural infection, but I, th I think that's okay to say. You know, it's um, it's part of the environment, and it's sort of you're going to run. Well, into I th I think that part of this is that we we keep forgetting that the um, there are several things, including the GP120 sequence, that are designed to minimize your immune response. And the fact that the mRNA just automatically goes into the cell, that from a non-scientific perspective, to me, that's it's basically ensuring that it's going to be last much longer 
than a typical vaccine would because by its very, in its very beginning, its, its first actions is to infiltrate the cell membrane and produce, start producing these proteins. So it, it wouldn't be surprising at all that this has completely thrown off the signaling that, of, that your body, so your body doesn't realize that these are, that these are alien substances being produced by your cells. So it doesn't send your, your cells to go and kill the, the cells that are producing this. And I know that, uh, I think his name is John Paul. He's been well, all things talking hidden, about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, in fact, I was talking to him, like, in in DMs mm. about about this and like what we're seeing with RSV, for instance. Mm. And just last night, I found that I was going back through and because the other day I posted something that chart that showed that one of the the key auto antibody producing epitopes on SARS-CoV-2 on the genome is from an RSV glycoprotein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we looked, I, we looked at that the, the other yeah, day. Yeah, and what I remembered is that that same sequence, the, the ELDKY sequence, is actually discussed multiple times by Bill Gallagher in that same January 31st, 2020 paper. Yeah. Yeah. As a known, <laughs> as a known causer of, of many different things, and it's it's just before or just after the uh, the peptide or the fusion peptide, and he he had identified it in the SARS virus. It was a common feature of class one fusion protein viruses. So we're talking about something that was known. Completely know that exact sequence, and here they are pretending that they have no idea what's going on now. Dude, it gets darker by the day, man. I mean, Barney Graham, Barney Graham, get this, it gets better. The reason Barney Graham got into virology or to vaccinology was RSV. Mm. Like, I, I, you can't make this up. About a week ago, I read a, a book that was about the development of the vaccines. And it was within that book that I found basically one of the only references where he explains his justification for leaving a furin cleavage site, which is basically, uh, I thought we'd try something different. It's literally the, the, justification. You're talking about an RSV vaccine here? No, I'm talking about the, for the SARS-CoV-2 oh, vaccine. Oh, okay. So they, so like, basically they, they don't have any justification for what they're doing. In fact, what he said in the book was that he wouldn't, he would never have, Moderna would never have come up with this idea on their own because it's, it's, it's against like the common knowledge. Common sense dictates you would not leave the fear and cleavage site, but that's what they did. And so this, this, this RSV epitope, it's not just RSV, it's found a bunch of different things, but it's just one more thing that they kept that they would never have kept in the past. Holy shit, bro. I mean, uh, you can't make it up. No. 
No. Um... Barney, Barney Graham's, literally his reason for going into vaccinology was because of the enigma of RSV back in the 60s. I don't know Nick would know, but back in the 60s, they tried to do it. They came out with a vaccine. It killed a bunch of kids real fast. They took it off the market. Well, actually, it might, it might have just been in testing. I don't remember. But the bottom line is, is they've been trying for decades to figure that out. So it's horrifying that, to think that, guess what, he's, guess what Barney Graham and the VRC is working on? One of the things, an RSV vaccine. Mm -hmm. but, but for me, that's what's truly sick about the RSV thing that they were looking at is what they want to do is vaccinate pregnant mothers they want to vaccinate the fetus in the womb before it comes out yep seems like a good idea yeah seems like a really good idea <laughs> that, that that one rises to the top of the list of uh, um, goals experimental goals and aims that you would put in your proposal they're, they're, they're not going to stop they're not going to stop Jesus Christ man did you I, 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 did you see the stream I did with Nick the other day we were looking at the RSV and I had no idea right so I, I, my sort of limited experience and understanding was that yeah HIV is the canonical virus that um, hits these CD4 T cells and then we find out that RSV does it <coughs> as well and, and if I remember correctly I don't remember which immune cells but I want to say it's the same for measles yeah. The the reason why measles is so effective and its and its immunity lasts a lifetime is because it hits your immune cells very, very young. Very, very young. Dang. Um, just trying to get this message out to people so that so that they fully grasp the implications of it. Because you know, the, the extant literature would tell us that, oh, you, you could be looking at multi-year disease progression that, again, because of the distance between initial exposure and the onset of clinical signs, rather than just being able to go in and measure individual neurons, but before it sort of impacts system, could be extended out so much in time that it does give these people wiggle room to say ah oh, <laughs> wasn't me governor <laughs> oops yeah <laughs> uh i don't know i i think that uh everybody seems to forget that they had been doing mrna experiments um my guess is they were even doing some that weren't published so for me, it's impossible for me to look at this and say that they didn't know that this was going to be bad. And even if they, even if they didn't know, under no circumstances should you have vaccinated four billion people with ten, well, with nine billion doses of mRNA before you knew what was going to happen in the long term. To me, that. I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's impossible to justify. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, we have to prove 
that it was not a fluke because we can't let them get away with this. No. Because this, the scale of this is so massive. And the, the fact that there's all these different epitopes and all these decades of learning and, and research that have gone into this, we can't let them get away with it because that's what they're going to try to do. And it, 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 makes, it makes you wonder what they do know about those um, Pradnan HIV inserts. Right, that because they because they were, you know, in orthodox research, they were being left out for what for whatever reason, right? So, something something was known within the discipline to say, oh, you don't you don't put those in. Yet here we see them now with, you know, we can say with greater than ninety nine percent probability that the furin cleavage site is a sort of synthetic construct. Uh, no, synthetic is wrong. Uh, an emergent construct that comes from uh, engineering or passaging. Yeah, it doesn't come from nature. That's the one mm. thing we can we can pretty much say for sure. Mm. It doesn't come from nature. And so, you know, I don't know if you saw the graph that I pulled up earlier, which was just German data, which was classed as I want to say it was just sudden death from. I want to say 20, 2017, 2018, no, 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, 22. And there's just a little bit of 22 on that graph. And literally it's sort of, it, it, it triples in size with respect to the, the events. And that's just, that's just um, spontaneous death that seems abnormal enough for it to be registered as a um, clinically, clinically significant, such, such that it's in the records. So, yeah. the, the the scale of ongoing harms to those that haven't died, if and if, you know, you you get into a um, a difficult calculation because we don't know, or, or we know that the purity that was being delivered was very suspect, right? And so. Yeah. In, in 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 a way that's a blessing, but it's very difficult then to make predictions about how how it's going to express clinically. One year. I, I don't think it's a blessing. I think that that another part of this. So first of all, somebody was saying that it's a, a 5.8 billion. Well, I'm only referring specifically to mRNA, so it might be 5.8 billion, but I want to say it was closer to 4 billion. It was specifically using the mRNA jabs because there's different. There's all different types, um, but but yes, I think that another part of this is that your immune system is seeing all these crappy, unfinished products, like because so, you're not getting the fidelity of the of the protein. So it could just be that your your immune system is so distracted by all trying to make things all of these different variations that it it leaves you more vulnerable to anything else and, and I mean that's probably I would assume that's part of the the mix I don't know what percentage but to me it makes a lot of sense that literally in every single way these are just giant disasters and and the fact that the fact that they're in Germany, 
Well, yes, that's exactly what you. Yeah, you're seeing people dying suddenly. I don't even know if you saw in the chat earlier. Somebody posted something. It was a link to where this guy coughed up like a perfect mold of <laughs> of part of his lung. No, I didn't. We have oh got my find gosh! That. <laughs> Wait, it, it's like a, it's literally like a perfect uh, cast of <laughs> of the. Uh, I forget what they're called, like the bronchi or like, or not, whatever the tubules are. I'm, I'm yeah, very far. Bronchioles and bronchus. But yeah, and, um... but like a perfect cast of it. He coughed up, and this is this is from a study that was published in the New York, the New England Journal of Medicine. Like, but he, he coughed up this perfect cast of the interior of, of his lung structure, and I was just like, oh my god. Um, I just this is disgusting. I just saw go. it and I, it it jumped. Jumped oh, by it, I'm... but yeah, I I I know what you're. Um, I I've seen them before, but it's they're always fascinating. And I just had it, and then the Discord jumped. Man coughs up giant blood clot in shape of his lung. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that beautiful. Sick, <laughs> I'll share my screen, Charles, just uh, so you can. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm sure that's legit. I'm sure that that happens all the time. Um, Jesus. Is that working? Uh, let's see. Um, now I hear myself as well, so. I, I didn't uh, come up on the, hang on, let me. Yeah. It didn't come up for me. Uh, stop sharing. I mean... <coughs> so if I do that, and then if I minimize. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. And then put that. There we go. <coughs> that that's just. I want to check for amyloid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also since we're since we're doing some retro stuff, I, uh, the the thing about the journalist Grant Wall. I remember when his brother like immediately posted on, on Twitter something saying basically that the Qataris were uh, that he was murdered, mm -hmm. which I thought was impressive. Because, you know, I, I wonder if the, I was able to think of another alternative reason for why he might have died suddenly, but I, I wouldn't have jumped to murdered by the Qataris in public. Well, by he did dead wear suddenly. that rainbow T-shirt. I mean, they normally right, get stoned and, and, to death. <laughs> right. But, I mean, but then, but then there was also somebody claiming that it was MERS. Which I also thought was impressive. Like, so, so we would literally go to murder or murders, rather than uh, and look at blood clots. So, what are you gonna do? But yeah, that that's beautiful. That's a piece of art, that blood clot right there. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's so stunning. It, it's so disgusting just to even ponder that a news story could be written about this and no mention. <laughs> mm.
And no mention it, of anything. You know, it's it's almost it's almost like God laughing at us with his wife's professional position as well. Right. So you know, yeah. she's not um, she's not slow, right? And so you know, she should be able to work through permutations uh, of the possibilities of what could have gone wrong. And the, the Murray's was obviously the number one. <laughs> Not uh, something like this clot. Um, so the, you know, the question the question we then get into is just how how the, is what we're seeing going to continue sort of surging, or is it? it are we going to sort of see it level out? Um, I mean, I guess everyone and no, no one can really answer that. Till I mean, what I, what I'm seeing currently is that the the sudden deaths are like you're seeing a decline, which would make sense because so my guess is that the calling, for lack of a better word, of the initial so whoever was going to die within a few weeks of vaccination, most of them have died now. And so now it's 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 still above normal. It's above baseline, but it's lower than it was, you know, in, at the beginning of the year. And I think that will, uh, so I, I don't know, I think from now on, if just going off of, you know, civilian non-scientist Coroner Rixey, my guess is is that it, we're just going to see everything else trending now. So we'll still see blood clots, but we'll see, you know, amyloid formation and other stuff, neurodegeneration, everything like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In that situation, again, you're stepping away, in especially in the minds of someone who would be a true believer, like. Um, what was his name? Val? Grant? Val? The, the, there's an extra step that enables them to obfuscate and say, oh, it can't, it can't be exposure to these epitopes. Um, right, a loss of the temporal cause, like correlation. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, put, puts us in a very, well, I, I would say dangerous situation because the you know we can see whether whether they want to take these programs like you say the the rsv shot where they they've made the calculation that in order in order to have the impact on the disease that they they think is therapeutic that they've got to get in at the fetus that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard mm. And I can't believe they're considering that. So, I mean, how many how many lost babies do we have to? Because you know, there's there seems to be evidence that we are seeing um, fetal death, um, miscarriage, uh, malformation. Uh, I forget the name of the doctor, the obst obstetrician who's sort of come forward 
um, but, you know, he seems pretty legit. He's done like 40 years of research, he said, and uh, or clinical practice. One of the things they've talked about is, the, I forget what the, what the gene is, but, but basically the, the zygote, you know, it's, it's like a syncytia. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. a clump of, of cells. And one reason why there's, the, I, I don't remember where I saw this. I was, I was reading a paper literally yesterday, but the, um, but basically, the, one of the things that could be happening is that these these signals that are cl- are cues to the body to to do you know whatever it's doing the very earliest yeah the staging of and, 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 mm. yeah so but it, it's also one of the things that like masks these clumps as as these clumps of cells and and amyloid or whatever whatever it is for each individual person like. One of the mechanisms is that your your body is being confused by this uh, collection of cells and it doesn't understand that it's supposed to to filter it out, but potentially because it's it's being masked as a result of of this other thing, which could be tied to fertility issues as well. So, I mean, there's so many things that they have no clue, they have no idea what's going on at the bottom line, and and. If, if we're seeing um, sperm motility down, if we're seeing miscarriages could go up, I mean, there's so many, it's probably like a dozen different factors. And I think that's part of what helps them get away with it is that they, there's not one specific thing that's causing all these things. It's just a flood of different things happening all at once. Yeah, it's yeah. a very, very complex set of variables to try and pass out. Um, you know, the, the question that just keeps coming into my mind is, well, how how long does it go on till, you know, it's so obvious that, you know, thalidomide, for example, it it didn't take that long for them to say oh you know there's a causal relationship between the drug and the, the <clears throat> birth birth defects but it I, th- I i think it's actually worse than that because in this case they're just not being born at all so like in the 50s i'm pretty sure that's when that was happening in the 50s they you had babies being born without limbs and so you you could visually see, holy shit, there's there's something there. Uh, with Zika virus, you could see uh, hydrocephaly or whatever it was that you know, the swelling of the brain or the shrinking of the brain. Microcephaly, yeah. yeah. Microcephaly, yeah. So you could see the physical manifestation of, of, of something, whereas with this, you're, which you're, you're not seeing it. You're, it's an absence. It's a, it's a decline in something that the only way to really notice that is if you work in a maternity ward and you're seeing numbers drop. And that that's a lot harder to visualize for people. So it's actually more insidious, I think. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're relying on them being honest with epidemiological data. And yeah, right right now... It, it, it would make sense for them not to publish 
this data so that um, exactly. th th and this actually might be the case in the UK I had uh, as a guy's sub stack I, f I follow John D I think his name is um, and he's a statistician by trade and, and basically he sort of normalized death deaths from the last well five years pre-pandemic and um, during the pandemic and basically his conclusion is is the office of national statistics is hiding data right now because everything everything has dropped off and it 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 just looks artificial so like there's there's no death or, or massive drops in the numbers of deaths right which you know that's um well that doesn't happen people die right there's a, there's, a, there's a constant sort of churn of it so if if the if the data's not going in it means that someone someone's physically intervened in the data to say we're not going to put that out and we'd we'd they would even take the the, the hit of of non-reporting and that showing up ra rather than letting the data speak for itself and well, I've that's had exactly that's exactly what the ethical skeptic is doing in the united states is he showing that that there is an obvious gap that and what they're doing in the United States is if they're lagging, they're they're drawing out this reporting so that way you don't see the immediate impact up front. And it's well ironically, it's the exact same concept that I've been arguing was happening in Wuhan, just with uh, case information and death information during the first of the outbreak was that they're they're masking this giant gap that exists in the data and yeah i mean they're going to draw it out as much as they can and i i do think that they're the it's insidious because it's it's simply a matter of them hiding something Whereas you can't you can't hide a baby with a missing limb, mm -hmm. and you can't hide a thousand of them, but you can hide a thousand babies that are never born very right. easily. Right, and it, you know, the same the same goes for. Well, you know, ethical skeptic has done a very good job of sort of honing in on the um, cancer deaths. Right, that that's my understanding when I catch one of his tweets and. Um, it's not just cancer, but that's that's, that's the, the biggest one, biggest yeah. signal from what I've understood looking at his data. And yeah, if you're yeah if you're stretching out your reporting and you're claiming that there are database changes or there are um, code changes to how they're recording this data, it all it all begins to add up to the sort of ambiguity and yeah, it, it looks very very sinister. Um, They're kicking the can down the road. In fact, that's also what's happening with the with the DMED data, so the, the military adverse event data that uh, Matthew Crawford has been excellently, you know, trying to dig into. I mean, he's basically shown that it's. I mean, well, we have proof that they manipulated their data, and in that case, they they used a database uh, refresh. To, to make their claims. And then it was, it just so happened that I had found the historical records which proved that that was bullshit. Mm. Um, but he, he took that and then was able to 
to show statistically, like this is exactly what they're doing. They're, they're just covering it up. And so for that to be happening on a global scale from all these Western countries, like it's just sick. And it's hard for, it, I, I can't, I sit here and I, and I ponder, but I can't imagine a situation where there's a justifiable, non-evil reason to be suppressing that information. Because even if you, even if you had messed up, you, you would not then hide it so that more people are killed. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, yourself or someone, someone like me would be wanting to pump the brakes and sort of trying to right. <laughs> this case, in this case it's not complicated right. they've just hit the gas even more and mRNA jabs for RSV to fetuses uh, mRNA jabs for like a dozen different things mm. and, the, and, and basically the FDA has said wow oh, well we've we blessed the mRNA concept mm. so now you don't even have to do the you don't even have to do the animal trials to show that this uh, is safe because we've, we've already injected 4 billion people. So right. it must be correct. That, that, so this, so this, they're hiding the evidence. They're hiding the evidence. And, like, it, it's evil. It's just evil. Well, that, that, there's a clip of uh, Obama, right, at, at some, some event where he's saying, yeah, we know it's safe. We've just, you know, we've, we've just injected it in billions of people. Go on, get 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 out and get some more, and you know the just getting back to like the disease mechanisms, right? Yes, we we under we understand that it's associated with distinct pathologies, but we've added this new new component to the equation, so we we don't it might have whole different pathways for expression to disease that people are not going to be looking for and um that that's concerning at, at, at a clinical level again because you're, you're going to be dealing with stubborn doctors institutes <laughs> you saw the photo earlier of the parliament in the uk where there's the politician talking about you know he's got a whistleblower from the british heart association saying that they're they're seeing an inflammatory disease of the blood vessels yeah and, and, and there's like four or five people in there and then underneath juxtaposed is is politicians then voting for their pay rise right that's right <laughs> yeah well don't want to black pill everyone but we're screwed <laughs> This is. It, hey, don't, don't worry. That everything is fine. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, folks. Everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> what a great, what a great background is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's Fauci and Hotez on a swing set. Talking about how, like, we don't understand the uh, the adverse events, like we're missing. Mm. We just we're we're too stupid to realize. There you go.
and, and look, man, the, the audacity of Hotez right now, again, to be saying that oh, yeah. criticism of, of this data is tantamount to... Um, right science. Yeah, but, well, but he's, he's labeling it as right-wing supremacist ideology, anti-science ideology. All, all anti-science is fascist, mm. right, um, you know, dogma. So, obviously... <clears throat> And uh, what I said for a year, like I said this in a thread to Peter Hotez, like I'm surprised he hasn't blocked me because I've been on this case for about a year. I pointed out that, you know, it's rich for him in a peer reviewed publication to state, like he's, he's quoting Elie Wiesel, the Holocaust survivor, mm -hmm. um, and claiming that uh, he's, he's saying that the anti-science is, is, is running amok. When he is on the side of the people who are currently censoring us. So, it, so basically, the, the slave drivers have the whip, and they're, and they're cracking the whip on the slaves and saying, ugh, ugh, you're anti-work. They, they, they cry they out you. in pain as they beat you. <laughs> exactly. They cry, they cry out in pain as they beat you. <laughs> And that's the sickness that we're seeing with this. They're they're willing to to go as low as they possibly can, because I can pretty much guarantee you that uh, Ellie Wiesel uh, would not agree with Hotez's uh, portrayal. Um, so, like, if we're doing experimentation on the human population, that's that's not that doesn't make Peter Hotez. Um, part of the persecuted no, no, no. numbers <laughs> in Auschwitz, okay? It's just not. This, sorry. Uh, th th this claiming victimhood is, uh, well, I, I would say uh, it's, uh, it's a... Uh... Yes, yes, I, I know what you'd say. But <laughs> the bottom line is, is that whatever it is, uh, Peter Hotez is not a victim. No, no. He was, no he, was, he was nominated for a Nobel Prize for... Um, creating a patent-free, um, low-cost um, mechanism or method for a COVID-19 vaccine. And, well, actually, uh, actually, you know, so, to, give, to give him his due, uh, um, my, my understanding is, is that it, it might actually be one of the sort of safer routes because it, it's a subunit type vaccine. It, right, it, and, and that's good. Like, like right. I'm glad. I'm glad that he's doing that because if if it's the worst of or it's the least bad of a, a set of vaccine technologies, mm. hey, that's that's something I guess. Mm. But the problem is is that he's concurrently stating that his opposition are Nazis mm. and that we're fascists when we are the ones being censored. Like mm. yeah. the fascists are are the ones burning books. They're not the ones. Um, getting burnt at the stake so yeah well and you know as a historian that, that's especially disgusting for me because it, it it's a warping the only reason that anybody could possibly think that is if they were taught nothing about history which is exactly what um the left does well yeah there's there's a reliance on a, a degree i'm not going to say ignorance but just look a lot of people don't have the time or the resources to, you know, 
to study these things in depth and and they're depend you know we live in this very sophisticated society and so we we defer to experts right and you know look when my car's making a funny noise i, I can have a good guess at what might be going wrong but uh, am i going to get in there with uh you know my wrenches and tools and you know take out the crankshaft and replace some bearings no i want to take it to an expert and have someone look at it but in this instance the it, it, it's the equivalent of going to the mechanic and him telling you that oh yeah the, <laughs> the those bearings that you can hear rattling away in your in your car it's not really those bearings it's uh yeah, yeah, some random, yeah. yeah air filter air filter needs changing yeah, the problem is, is that you're watching too much pornography. That's the problem. That's <laughs> just yeah, just something completely unrelated. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very very disturbing. Yeah, gas. I, I love the phrase gaslighting, right? That 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 you know, I've never <coughs> seen the movie, but you know the concept is you know, sort of pretty, um, pretty straightforward, right? That they're just that the the guy's driving his wife nuts just by sort of tweaking the, the light levels in in the in the house right so that and right. Just, <laughs> and they're doing this on a massive scale to the point where oh we can we, we can see a, a international events right so just if you take the world cup ah, free free reporters three journalists drop dead yeah suddenly yeah and um we're, we're supposed to not notice that and you know well, that's what that's what my background means this is gaslight of the gods mm. uh, <laughs> i made this uh this took me a while too this is a good piece of art um but yeah, basically, I, i'm appreciating the little viroids in, in, in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah it took a lot of layers to like to make that work but but that's why I, I use that motif for the, the name for like an entire series of articles because that's exactly what this is. Mm. This is gaslighting on a global scale. Yeah. And they literally set the world on fire and then they're blaming us for crying because we're burning. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so it's all our fault, you know, because we, you know, there's too many of us. We don't respect the environment. When this has nothing to do with the environment, mm. this is to do with, you know, bioweapons research, mm. and uh, I mean it's just disgusting. It's yeah, gaslighting uh, on a global scale. And you know, you couldn't you couldn't think of a more disturbing aspect of human. Well, I, 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 I I'm loath to call it ingenuity, but research direction. That that's what that's what we're dealing with. Bio, <coughs> bio warfare. The, the, oh, they they don't want to admit it because it's their fault, and so their their solution is instead of admitting that they were horribly wrong and they did something incredibly stupid or evil. I mean, what do, what do stupid and evil people do? They protect themselves, mm -hmm. and so they're willing to let millions of people die to avoid taking responsibility for this. Mm. And you know, there's a there's another scientific point here, which uh, coming back to that MERS paper, that um, so the passaging which leads to 
Um, I would just take the assumption that that paper's correct in it in its mechanistic um, hypotheses. That the, that process, whether whether through passaging or some molecular wizardry, introduces that furin cleavage site, and it's persistent. That's that's the that's what we've seen, and persistent enough that it can go global and oh, we, we've let ourselves get into a position where we're constantly adding the same or, or seeding the environment with the same epitopes artificially as well right so it, it's it's almost like that the best the best solution would have been to not do anything beyond you know try to mitigate symptoms in the in, in the initial phases right to try to let it burn out you know if there's a but but instead we've we've literally taken gasoline and <laughs> just poured it on and well and yeah because because otherwise they have to admit that that it was their fault so instead of instead of simply admitting it was their fault and warning the world that, hey, this might become a problem in the near future. Mm. You know what let's do instead? Let's just lie about everything. Blame humanity. And uh, and then make money while we're doing it. Right. right. That's literally what they're doing. This is the sickest. I've never seen something this evil. Yeah, the, the, the scope of it is... Lifetime. Yeah, well, in history, because I, we've never been at, at a point in our history where one the technology could so rapidly permeate so many so many different countries and and be yeah forced, I guess forced forced onto the population by um, coercion threats remove um, the idea that you can't you won't have access to your job employment to even you know there, there were cases of divorce cases where you know children were separated from parents because they had different That's views right. about um, vaccines it, it, it just permeates so many different rules. and so disgusting yeah yeah there's there's not a there's not anything that's comparable or, or you could say we probably had smaller versions of it you know like tuskegee or something like that where we've you know we've deliberately sort of done an experiment without without sort of informing the participants right and and done a, done a lifetime of medical research on them but you know that was sort of contained this is this is global and, yeah. and the, see, you're a conspiracy theorist because. Hey. I'm just supposed well, to ignore that fury and cleavage site and those HIV. You're sadistic. Like, how, how could you possibly think that we would, uh, that anybody could be that evil? And, but the crazy thing is, is that that's literally what they're doing. Mm. And, I mean, it, it's stunning. I'll give them credit. This is the I, I could not have imagined that they could have been this bold. Well, I, I, I only in the fevered imagination of Alex Jones. 
with right, you. Right, like, you would have been, you would have been called a conspiracy theorist because, you know, that's exactly, because like, nobody would ever be this sick. Hmm. And, yeah, well, oops. Yeah, there, there it oops. is right in front of us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, you look at the data probably more than I do. So you're thinking we're seeing, I'm thinking, you're seeing a decline in the all-cause mortality for the moment. Um, is, well, is, I mean, is, I, I see a decline. It's still above baseline. Right. But um, yes, I mean, it's it's gone down. Now, that could just be a lag in reporting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, I, that, I don't want to get, like, super, like, I, I, I can't say that that's anything other than just a statistical anomaly at this point. But, but yes, there is a slight decline at the moment. So, um, oh, I've just been told the sound is, is, is bad. Let me, let me call you on zoom, dude. You might have to okay. lose, you might have to lose your cool background. Oh, no, zoom, no. Does, zoom does backgrounds. I no, think. no, this is cool background. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> I can probably keep um because some sometimes it doesn't Is that calling your end? No, there we go. <coughs> Alright. Uh, 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 as soon as I see you pop in I'll shut the Skype. I'm I'm stopping Skype. Is that working? Ah. Hang on. Testing. Testing. Yeah, I hear you. We don't see you. Yeah, no, there we there go. Yeah, it sounds much better. I don't know. Zoom Zoom yeah. is just. Uh, that they've got their they've got their game when it comes to the sound. <clears throat> so um I'm trying to hang on a second, let me just switch off one camera. <clears throat> Better on the screen. Um So, you know, the the obvious question right now is as as we as we move forward, they're still they're still including the original epitopes as part of um booster series. Yeah, because why not? And yep. Again, I would I would just put forward the premise that 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 speaks to a more malicious agenda than, um, well, I mean, how, how what else could it be if if they know by now, like even if they didn't know in the beginning, they would know by now, mm. and so to me, like it it strains credulity for them to say 
that they don't understand the mechanisms at this point. Mm. So, look, at, at, at what point do we say um, we're in a we're in a fight? You know, they're well, taking mean, we've shots. Already, at... We've already said it, but the problem is, is that getting getting other people to to believe, which is why I've tried so hard to to tell people that about the the fact that they understood the fear and cleavage side and 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 what it means, because that's really once you understand that, mm. then it's easier to to kind of uh, reconcile everything else. But you have to, because once you realize that they had to know what it meant, then you can start opening the door to to everything else. But I think that right now people are just in denial. They don't understand what was known. And so it's easy for them to just assume that, that everybody has good intentions because mm. they, they don't know what else is going on so you know this this comes down to sort of tactical thinking um when we understand that we're in this situation right um you know that there are metaphorical bullets passing overhead and <clears throat> at what point do we say okay <laughs> enough's enough in this instance and and again i'm i'm not in in this type of fight where it's this next gen hybrid warfare um what the what the appropriate response is um or you know when i when i I've, I've said this publicly but uh, you know i speak to people in the background as well to try to sort of hammer this point home if you want, if you want to grasp how dark and malicious this is, it's that they've deliberately aimed at children, right? Yep. And that that then, well, in my mind, steps up the uh, the. It's not aggression that you're dealing with. It's what's what am I looking for? Um, the maliciousness of the attack right because um you know that there are there are rules of war that you know we try to limit collateral damage and we we aim for competence right supposedly. you don't you don't attack medical personnel you don't attack women and children you only go after um you know combatants in the field and this isn't about like they're, what they're doing isn't collateral damage this is all out targeting mm -hmm. of the people who cannot defend themselves yeah so you know we're we're um well we've we've shot past uh dresden tokyo hiroshima type events where that was deliberately targeted at civilian populations and, and but it's on a it's on a scale that's orders of magnitude larger um yeah <laughs> you're the military dude what do we do <laughs> i mean I, I don't know because as the 
WMD person who who understands the history, like I've literally never there is no there's nothing to compare this to because we don't even know that because what we see is 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 warfare but it, it's not warfare against a country mm. or if it is it's expanded beyond whatever it was because mm. we're not dealing with nation states mm. and that's terrifying to me because if we're not dealing with nation states then what are we dealing with who 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 is it like who are we fighting and what is it that they're that they're fighting for what is their definition of victory mm. because it doesn't seem to be it seems to be self-preservation but at the expense of whatever it takes be your own civilians or other people's civilians um it just it's disgusting so uh, I, I don't know I really don't. I, I I don't either. And you know, I had this. You know, but people. I I got a lot of good feedback from the discussion I had with Nick about. Um, you know, my 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 concern was, in in this sort of warfare that we're, uh, or, or that we're fueling it in a way. By. By pointing it out, by trying to laze onto the people who are responsible, like that wanker. Just That's ridiculous. Right? We can't. You can't fuel evil. Evil is evil. It's either evil or it's not. And so, th that's just an excuse for us to avoid um, calling something what it is. And mm -hmm. that's that's stupid. That's that's appeasement, basically. That that's the reason why. You had 11 million people, you know, 6 million Jews and 11 million overall that were slaughtered in, uh, in these camps. And that's because they, because they were victims and we just pretended like that we didn't want to call it what it was. And now oh, you've got the are, background working. Hey. Yeah, I, I do. Oh, hold on, let me. Uh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Some kitty thing, though, dude. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Well, no, it's not actually, but ah, that's that's depressing. Because uh, basically, this one says uh, safe and effective. Fear in for a surprise. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's got a, uh, it's got Fauci instead of the cocomelon guy. But yeah, so you can't. Sadly, it's not all. It's it's not all on the screen, but um, yeah. So if you're in for a surprise, but... is uh, yeah, that that about sums it up. But um, yeah. So, so well, yeah, I can fix that. But the obvious question is then: um, this this is a military problem, in in my view, right? And so there has, or I would I make mean, it's a military pogrom. But that might be different. Yeah, it depends. Depends which <laughs> which end you're looking at it from. But uh, <laughs> but um, I would presume that there that this is this must be being gamed out 
at some level. And um, that, I mean, presumably, yeah. And, and so there, there must, there must be strategies of how how to counter, how to maneuver, how to you know whatever whatever steps you need to take once once you once you understand that conflict has started and you know there's projectiles in this case <laughs> projectiles probably not quite the right expression but you know um blows are being traded across populations right um it it's hard it's hard for me to imagine that there aren't people if we're thinking about it then surely others who are keyed into what these agents are and do where they came from the current technology and where they project to how that that must have been war gamed out somehow by someone yeah and even if it wasn't the beginning it is now assuming that it wasn't the same people who are still in power, um, assuming that they did have good intentions. Uh, I mean, yeah, where do you go from here? I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 this is evil. Yeah. I, I think my, yeah, my thought process is such, it, it's a, it's a form of desperation in the hope that there is a sort of white hat type group who are, who are, well, yeah, rec recognize an existential threat, and you know, are honor and duty bound to step into the breach, as it were, and <laughs> just do something. Because right, right now, um, you know, that's, that Mers paper, for example, if if that holds true and solid, and I have I haven't seen any objections yet. Of course, it's only a day or two into its its release but the god the what it means for everyone even 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 if it if if it's a case that the munition itself and whether we're looking at a a, a soul agent a binary agent of interaction with the virus the um the well, quote unquote, medical countermeasure. Uh, it it doesn't. If if it doesn't hit everyone, right? There's still there's still significant casualties. That it 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 betroves a sort of response, and I don't. You know, I'm very conscious of. Um. You know what sort of happened after nine eleven, which is rah rah rah. We're gonna we're gonna go and do xyz and I, I forget who the person was but they, they basically sort of on i don't know some some late night american tv show basically just said well oh, we've got a list of countries that we're going to take out and in retrospect you can say ah you know or from my from my perspective you know it looked a bit sort of contrived um I w where's the where's the equivalent of that type of thinking for the current circumstances where I don't, I don't see anybody thinking right now they're, they're trying to prevent everyone else from thinking 
I think they've already made their decisions. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else you could read in from what they're doing now because they're actively trying not to look at the details of all this. Mm. So my mind goes to, um, I mean, it's probably not the best fit, but you know, the the concern after you know third world war type scenarios of missile exchange and um, tactical nuclear warheads etc um because of where i grew up it was just sort of known that the problem was wasn't so much the exchange itself was but was how you deal with all the population post post the strikes right because you're not gonna you don't take everyone out it's just that there's the the, the follow-on effects and so there's there's all this sort of civil planning You still there, bro? Ask Charles. Yeah. I'm getting back real quick. Well, what what I was saying was that um in in those situations there's there was a civil contingency plan where um that the premise was to keep calm the idea was to keep calm and yeah i think um charles has lost internet connection such that y you you wait you wait until you can't contain the problem anymore and then and then you come out on the streets with sort of shoot on sight looters, people who are outside of their homes. And I, I wonder if we're in a sort of 21st century equivalent of, um, you know, stay in your homes and maintain order for as long as possible. And then the, their contingency plan is just to wait for the dam to break so that people sort of... Um, let me just try doing this. I'll end. Yeah, still, still no response from Charles. But they, 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 they're just like a cork on a bottle, waiting for it to. Uh, yeah, I will do. Okay. Bear with me, folks. Technical problems. So, um, well, I'll, I'll <laughs> I've got to rephrase the or, or repeat the question for Charles when he gets back in. But um, let's see. Wow, there's uh, over 150 people watching this. <laughs> All right. Ah, um, oh, we can see Fauci. We've got you, bro. There we go. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I literally just did that so that way I could reset the background picture. <laughs> it's okay. I, I feel really terrible, but not really, because I wanted you to see that. So, <laughs> so I don't have a better reason than that. Uh, it's it's okay. I mean, if if we're in oh, the no. world that we think we're in, I'm, I, I'm, I'm down with... Uh, um. 
goofy breaks. May as well get them while we yeah. can, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. The the point I was trying to get to was so sort of civil planning in um, a, a war type situation where tactical weapons have been used was to maintain population to the point where okay, you you try to keep everyone calm and they they know that there's going to be a breaking point and there are orders in place to say okay, when that happens, it's the sort of shoot on sight. Um, anyone that's, you know, breaking the um, curfews or the um, plans that have been put in place. And I, I have to, I have to wonder how close we are to that if, because it, it's, it's an existential, it's an existential threat right now that we're right, in. right but but i've never seen plans that were based upon the idea that the population was the enemy and and there there wasn't an external threat it was like I, i've never seen <laughs> so whatever these contingency plans are they've they've not been shared mm. the, the american public has never been told that their government was plotting against them. So I, I don't know what happens because why would the population um, just roll over if like the only thing that I can think of is that they're, they're gambling everything on trying to start a nuclear war or something mm. because they don't have, another out mm. which is which is itself an incredibly dark and ridiculous um, proposition so uh, i don't know I, I don't know what the game theory says for well, this but it's that, pretty sick that's the um that's the sort of conclusion i'd come to a sort of few months ago was um U ukraine is them sort of lighting the fuse to obfuscate what has been done because actually what that does is pull, pulls us more into sort of classical doctrine where they can say, Oh, we're, you know, it's, it's States fighting States and people, people right. conceptualize that easier than, um, the, <laughs> um, a global, a global pogrom that essentially is indiscriminate and highly unpredictable in its effects. Well, they, yes, and then the only thing to me, the only real question is why? Because it, once it gets to a point where it's obvious that the deep state is not acting in the interests of the American public, what are they doing? Like, why on earth would, what is the, you know, qui bono? Because it's not, none of this benefits the public. That, none of it. That, I, I don't know if you're a believer in the sort of um, dumbs, deep underground, massive bunkers, that they just think that, okay, we can just ride it out. <laughs> whatever, whatever happens. And, um... I mean, I don't know. I think that 
they have to be stopped. And the problem is, is that they're so pervasive that, I mean, we're sitting here talking about, okay, what happened in the 2020 election? What happened in the 2022 election? Um, I mean, it, if it really was, you know, rigged, then yeah, I mean, how do you stop it? Mm. But, but, but the bottom line for everything, at the end of the day, uh, patriots have only really one choice, and that is whatever is happening, we have to do everything we can to stop it. So if we could spend all day pondering what if and what if, but the bottom line is, is um, you have to fight in the trenches where mm. the fight is. And by that, I don't mean we need to go to Ukraine and, and fight in trenches, but we need to be doing everything we can to roll back what, whatever's happening. And that's the best we can do. I mean, uh, we're probably not going to do that by, by arguing for dumbs. I mean, maybe they exist, maybe they don't, but the most important thing we need to do is the next step. We can't worry. We should think, you know, ahead, but at the same time, we're not, we're not going to get five steps ahead from now if, if we don't, if we can't get one step ahead. So we can't spend all of our time trying to figure out every aspect of every conspiracy. Because right now, kids are dying. Like people are dying suddenly because, you know, because of murders or because they're wearing rainbow shirts or something. So, right, nothing, so, nothing, nothing yeah, to do that fear. So people are people are already dying. <laughs> so nothing to do with the fact that you know this yet another paper comes out and finds a an FCS motif that that's like what we see now and the only way they've ever seen one come about is through serial passaging. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess what type of experience they were doing yeah, in so the way of in 2017 and 2018, they were doing MERS and they were doing uh, feline coronaviruses. So and I, SADS. So we, we know, we know that all, all this was ongoing and you know, that's, you know, it's been decades in in the making. You could argue. Well, it's not an argument. It's it's a statement of fact. Um, still there, bro? Rick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm here. I, I just turned off the. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the my question is, it's like, um, like, uh, what's what's the what's the physical responses in in this situation like we, we okay but i get it with we're trying to sort of follow the legal routes and and I, i'm I, I, even if we sort of lose and the systems are corrupt etc we have to do that because you have to have some sort of moral and ethical construct on your side that says that you're on the right side of this and that ha that has to right. be in place right because you have to have a just war doctrine um principle for the next step but what that what that what does that next step 
look like in that situation? What are we, are we just dependent on enough people realizing that something has gone terribly wrong? And th but then, what does that look like? Mass strikes. Um, well, you you have to get you have to get you know a president and or congressional leaders in place who will actually tear down these institutions. I think that the fact that some Republicans are even calling for like the abolishment and like reconstitution of the FBI. I mean, just saying that verbally is a good first step because that's literally what's going to have to happen. I mean, it's a criminal enterprise. Mm. So I think that the pieces are there. I think that whoever is doing this realizes that it's not gone as well as they, as what they wanted, or at least it's not, they're not, they don't have as complete a grip as they would like at this point. So um, we just have to keep pushing because right now we do still outnumber them. But technologically, it will eventually get to a point where that won't matter. And I think that part of the, part of the really uh, shitty outcome of this is that the things that they've hidden like the like the, the epigenetic signature stuff that we've talked about. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we've discussed that offline, but the point is, is that they're withholding technologies from us. For what purpose? The, the purpose simply, like, it, it seems to literally be so that they can conceal what they're doing yeah, from it's us. It's not, it's not legitimate. Mm. It's so it's obfuscation, and and so we from need a game, to expose that. yeah. So they're thinking in these terms already, right? <clears throat> that's that's Correct. the hard point that we have to get across to people. Oh, these people are gaming out your eventual, I don't know, demise, internment, something they've got up their sleeve to um, maintain their position. And the, the, I don't, I don't, there's not like sirens we can sound like for, you know, like air raids or something to, to get people to, to get a population to move. And so well, I'm, I'm, we, have, we have to educate them and we have to, we have to use while we still have some technological ability to to communicate we have to we have to beat them at their own game using their own using technology <clears throat> that's really the only chance we have and we have to once people are aware of the truth it's inertia will at least force a, a, a conclusion but all of this rests on the fact that they've hidden all this from us. And so if we can, the more we can shatter that veil, the harder it will be for them to get away with whatever they're doing. And I think that everything that's happening in Europe right now is, is them just, they've crossed the Rubicon. 
and they're going to go with starving their people and fomenting further war in Ukraine, do whatever it takes to destabilize things enough that they can take as much control as they possibly can. And they obviously don't care about the collateral damage. And, you know, you have, you have to make the presumption right now. Okay. So we've got a European theater of war. Um, I, I, because of the nature of what we're dealing with. So it's, it's already, um, in the United States, how, how does that theater begin to emerge and how, how do the sides sort of shake out in this? Um, so my, my concern at this point is that militarily it's, um, especially if the gloves come off in the, in, in this sort of scenario where they've shown their intention that pop, uh, civilian casualties are not a concern to them and okay so that the, the, the military question is how much how, how much do you think the u.s military would continue to follow orders in that type of emergent conflict that that's i i think that it really just depends on how I mean, the military is looking around and the the soldiers on the ground understand something isn't right. Mm. And everybody I talk to is that way. And so there's a, there's a massive disconnect that's been growing between soldiers on the ground and the Pentagon. And I think that If I do think that if the president tried to give unconstitutional commands, that large portions of the military wouldn't follow. So, so well, I, I just don't. That. I don't know how long it would take to get to that point. I'm trying to remember the the legal the posse. Comitatus, is it that you can't? I'll say comitatus, yeah. Yeah, you can't deploy U.S. forces on on the ground. But I know that that was reversed. I want to try to. Um... Well, it's it's not that it was reversed. Uh, Posse comitatus says that you can't use Title Ten forces for uh, police or military actions within the borders of the United States. Uh, the only the only troops that bridge that gap or national guard so i it would be stunning for me i I have a hard time believing that just based upon what i heard from troops who were forced to go into washington dc because it was a federal enclave after january 6th and in the, the period around january 6th and then the the targeting that, that took place afterwards. I I don't think it's possible that they could establish any sort of martial law. I, I don't see that the military would do that. At least not not the majority of it. You see, so um, my, my thoughts go to the change in doctrine 
that we've seen emerge, particularly over the, it's more than the last four years, where the focus is, you know, they shift the language to right wing, um, you know, white, whatever. You know, the, the, we know the um, the framing that they're trying to build. Um, and okay, so let me let me frame it this way: that the the algorithms and the computation are, are so good that they're able to predict sixty percent of the population are going to do what they're told. Twenty percent will, I don't know, um, won't be. Won't be active combatants, but there's there's another twenty that probably would. But they they're fully confident in their ability to be able to quickly wrap up the twenty percent who they think would be problematic. Now, what that twenty percent? I would make the assumption that that twenty percent includes a lot of ex-military. Um, but yeah, we would be we would be targeted, and for good reason because we are the ones who are most likely to stand up. We're the ones who are most likely to have weapons. We're the most most likely to use them, mm. and we're the ones most likely to have strong feelings about. Um, well, honor, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, honor. So, in pretty much every respect, we would be targeted. Mm. Um, it's. I mean, so is, I that, is that the trigger we have to look for? Then is that that's when um, the go signal is that they start. We have to wait for that point for. Um, I, I I don't know for the for the act because look. It, it's like a law of physics, did. man. That we, we, I mean, they already they they already, obviously, tried. Because January sixth, that same day, they were already calling for, you know, Rush Limbaugh to be removed. For uh, I mean, Rush Limbaugh has the largest radio audience in the United States until he died. Um, but they called for Fox News to be taken down, for all conservative commentators to be removed, and and that was. That was the day that I decided, holy cow, this is uh, this is real because they're literally they were they were literally trying to make it uh, a crime to be, you know, they're trying to criminalize fifty percent of the population in the United States. So, like, so they were already trying, and if they could have gotten away with it, they would have. That they would have kept going, but they just couldn't. But they tried. They're already trying. And they're purging. They're, they're purging the the military the same way. I mean, it's. I I can only imagine if I had still been on active duty, what they would have, that I would have been on some watch list or something. Well, the <clears throat> in the context of this conversation the mass deployment of 
the vaccine against the military suddenly takes on a uh, even more sinister tone. Right. I mean, it's been sinister for a year because if I mean <laughs> obviously one of the reasons why the, the, the diffuse proposal was released is because it was so it was so idiotic for the military to be mandated to, to take something that it had already declined to fund as a as a proposal in bats like how could you how could you say you know what this isn't we don't think this is a good idea to do a bat vaccine study and three years later you're mandating it for all military personnel after the same scientist said yeah no we're not gonna do that we don't think this is a good idea for bats and now the, the entire military is being mandated it's it's unconscionable and they did it I, that was they did it as soon as they could like as soon as they had biden as the president-elect he basically signaled that he wanted to mandate it for all civilians and all military but wouldn't that have there, happened if an, trump had stayed in power anyway i don't think so no i don't think i the generals that he had in charge they would not it that had to be that was a political decision and there's not a chance in hades that fauci was going to convince trump to to mandate that for the entire troops in fact i don't know how anybody convinced biden like that is an anti-american thing to do because you're risking the health of the entire military force it's stupid it's suicidal potentially well i, I don't think i don't think trump I, I can't imagine a time where trump or his or the generals would have done that it was only by presidential order that biden was able to do it and i had heard zero there was no chatter about a mandate prior to Biden taking over, at least not from not military. So, well, I'm trying. I'm trying to. And I say that because I was talking to you know, I was talking to people on Capitol Hill who who would have, who knew about that, and so there would have been. They would have been discussed. Or disgusted even sooner than they were had that been a realistic possibility prior to the election. So I, I, I mean, um, so what were they doing? Were they they were essentially gauging the. Well, one, it was a, an attempt at crippling. The other was an attempt at gauging who would follow orders in this situation. I mean, perhaps, but I, I would say that's a, that's a secondary... That's just something that you learn as a, as a consequence of taking the action. I don't think that was in any way like the major driving force. It's a, that's just a bonus. 
but at the same time, it's stupid. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter what your reasoning is. If you truly cared about like the military, if you thought that you would need them, even against your own people, why would you poison it? Like to me, this is such a cynical and it, it it's just evil. Okay, okay. I'll put up a hypothetical to you then. That um, they're they're so confident in their ability to automate soldiery that they think they don't need them. It's possible. Whatever they're, they're, whoever was doing this was deliberately undermining the military readiness of the United States. I can't see it any other way. I don't know why, but that's what they were doing. You, you, this United States has not become stronger in any way, shape, or form by demoralizing its human forces, by by disrupting its the health of those forces, and by wasting, you know, wasting all this effort in in supplies and stuff in Ukraine, or just abandoning billions of dollars worth of crap in Afghanistan. And the Afghanistan pullout took place like two weeks before the military mandate took effect. So you're talking about like, like within a few weeks, the military had to absorb that crushing, what may have been the worst um, exit of any conflict in American history. Mm. And then they came right back home after people falling from planes and being told, uh, get the shot or or get out. I mean, that's a that's a stunning one-two punch that they've not recovered from. Yeah, um, I'm I'm trying to avoid um, more more exotic hypotheses, but yeah, I'm just I'm just. I mean, once you get once you get to this point, uh, I mean. Uh, there, I don't even know what other hypothesis. Like, I don't even know what you're going to say, but we well, kind they, of they, have they, to they... get to a point. We have we have to address possibilities because, I mean, what, what we've already seen is unconscionable. Like, I'm just telling you the reality of, like, as me as an observer and as a military mem- former military member, like, I there is no excuse. Like, so whatever this is, this is evil. So. You know, trying to trying to game this out, not game. Theorize this out. So, let's let's make a presumption that there was a lot of blanks that was delivered to the military bases. And okay. So they just they wanted to just see who would who would follow instruction under those circumstances. So perhaps. Um, perhaps the physical assault isn't as bad as it potentially could be where, you know, those were high fidelity shots given to, uh, you know, what's the military personnel? Two million? Three million people? Uh, yeah, approximately two million. Actually. Two million. Yeah. Now, granted, it's, well, it's, it's, a, it's a little less, but at the end of the day, but ha- how much million. how much of that is immediate readiness to fight 
Oh, geez. I mean, you, that's that's a more complicated Half calculation. But let's 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 say there's a million. a million at any given. Like, if you needed to, you could have a million. They they might not be in perfect condition, but you could have a million people. But the problem is, is, is that the number of adverse events that I was hearing about <laughs> uh, in the in the fall of 2021, as the mandate was taking effect, uh, it would not indicate to me that like there had to be a significant portion of those files that were legit, mm. just based off of of what we've seen. Yeah, so, so that that that's a ter it's terrifying. Yeah, so there's there's two factors at play here. One is that one is the physical degrading of the force. The other the other is a they they're running a real time test on who's who's going to follow orders in like I say the a, a a type of warfare that it's very very hard to wrap your head around and. So they could further divide the forces right now, and you're seeing that right now with um, there's heavy U.S. armor going into Europe right up, right up onto the border of Ukraine. Um, I, I mean, three months, six. I mean, to, to build up enough to have a what what they would say would be a peacekeeping force that would be outside the United States. So you're looking at probably 300 to 500,000 personnel. Well, I mean, if I remember correctly, there's at any given time, there's like, you know, 100,000-ish station in Western Europe. Um, but I don't know. I don't, it's hard for me to game out what's happening because I, like, why would, well, it's hegemony, right? You have to, you have to break the old systems. And so you need, you need to be able to remove the military physically from the United States. So you pull them into Okay, yeah, I guess I guess I guess if you're saying that okay, to remove them as a to keep them from being able to intervene. Mm. But then what is what is your physical presence like who who is going to be your enforcers? Cuz I, I don't know if there's enough I mean, the United States is a big place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I, I think the only way that Gaming it out. I mean, the only way that they could really, and I think this, they would go this route regardless. They would strike at, you know, infrastructure. They would strike at food, which we see that we're seeing this right, right now. Right, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, they would just turn the lights off. They would turn the lights off so that way there couldn't be coordination, so that way people couldn't understand what was happening. To me, that's that's always been the easiest. And most direct solution, and then w once they're divided, it's easy to conquer because they can use whatever propaganda they want because they'll have some of the only 
legitimate, like capable lens of communication. Mm. So, I mean, now would they? I have no idea. Like, well, once you get to that point, I mean, it, it could literally be anything. Um, I don't know. There's, there's. But lights Fleet. out. Lights out would go first, because electron electricity. That would, any population. Any population where you you cut the electricity. Oh, most people would break um, into. Dude, just pull the internet. Most people will lose their mind. Right, and don't get me wrong. Like. The only way we're able to communicate. <laughs> the only way we're able to be able to communicate now is because is because of that. So to that's exactly forget all this other crap. They would always cut the power first. That'd be mm. the number one thing you do. Um damn the populace and just uh you know. Uh, yeah, and then and that's that's where you get into this situation where okay the order goes out stay in your homes and then whatever i don't know you you that they've made a calculation as to which which elements they would send out the united states that they think could be problematic they keep the they keep military force yeah. within that they think that they can use for um martial law and start moving forward that way as and and well i mean the reality is they don't even marshal i don't think they could in a traditional sense i don't think they'd be able to keep martial law uh, because there's not enough supply chain there's not enough um like people would begin starving mm. i mean there's already homeless people but they wouldn't i don't think they're they have the strength to impose martial law because after you can tell people to stay in their homes, but it's not going to take very long for people to say, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to leave my house because there's things I have to do. Mm. And I don't think they could impose, they could prevent people from doing whatever they need to do. But what it does is it's basically impossible for anybody without a massive, you know, coordination to be able to to resist because you, you're basically cutting off everybody from everybody mm. and saying you know you know to to the victory be the spoils and everybody else just yeah so so i, I would do it go. like this they hard point certain strategic areas and they just let the rest cannibalize on each other exactly yeah that's that's what i would do like if I was, if I was in their shoes, mm. they don't, because then it becomes just a matter of you're not facing off against 300 million people. You're facing off against groups of people mm. and the, the opposition would have to be enough to overtake some of those hard points because mm. otherwise, you, I mean, you just, I mean, if I was them, just to be on the safe side, I might even, I might even use an EMP blast, you mm. know, just a upper altitude a nuclear blast, just to fry electronics. So that way, there's not even the possibility, like, you, because then 
most electronics wouldn't be able to. You would greatly reduce. Well, you'd ability, reduce mobility. Uh, you'd reform. Re yeah. Comms. You, like, you would only be dealing with what uh, uh, most sort of small towns who were probably, I don't know, they had a good church and they were well coordinated that way or something. So, um, you know, it, it it seems kind of wild yeah. what we're what we're theorizing yeah, I mean, here. But... Just from a just from a like a, a strategic perspective, that's what I would do because it, if you really just didn't care that which the, they've shown the that cost. they don't right. If 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 what we, if you follow the reasoning of the Furin hypothesis, right? They, they don't care and they've taken their swing as it were the problem is is that most people don't realize they've been shot at basically right now and well and they don't realize they, they don't realize that um in the instance of any of this all of those after effects so if they've really suppressed the immune system of of half the globe then we would still be dealing with all these effects, mm. but we'd be dealing with it with vastly fewer resources. Yeah. So simply by by attrition alone, um, I I mean it, it's staggering. Like I, I don't think about it because because <laughs> yeah, but they I mean, they just, have they evil. have right? and so um, we're kind of locked into their rhythms and and tactics right now and you know well, it, that, that's why we that's why we have to stop them because because the more the public understands what's been happening i mean every day that goes by that that more of this is exposed the risk of retaliation from whoever is doing this increases mm. because the cost becomes that much higher to maintain control um, the more people understand. Because the one thing they absolutely can't do is if the entire world understands, you know, that they're getting stabbed in the back, then they cannot stop the entire world. So they have to keep the subterfuge to do whatever it is their, their, their goals mm. are. And like I said, this this doesn't have to mean that that this dire scenario is the end game. But what it what people need to understand is that somewhere out there, there's a group of people, and you know, whatever it is they hope to attain from this, um, they're even if it's not total control, somebody is trying to benefit from this, and. Everybody else it stands to lose. Yeah. Well, whether it's global in scale or not, there there is there are actors out there who are trying to exploit this, mm. and that's the best case scenario. So that all, all we can do, that's all, all I try to do is get people to understand this, because um, the truth so, will set you free. So this this sort of brings me back to the point I was making earlier, which is 
in terms of the, uh, could we be making the escalation worse by, you know, putting this out in, into sort of public format such that people are listening to this and saying, hey, hang on a minute. <laughs> there are there are people that have, uh, a couple of dudes over there was saying, hey, they've tried to poison us, basically, uh, through very sophisticated mechanisms. And in effect, um, there's a there's a whole decision tree that can be followed from that if we keep pursuing th this line of reasoning right and well i i don't need convincing that there are, there are there are psychopaths that would um go down that go down that direction to make sure that they maintain i don't, I don't know if it's power or control but um I don't know. <laughs> Escape mob justice? I don't know. But um I don't know. Well the only thing we're really the only question that's really in the air is the scale. Because the proof is in the pudding. I mean the something is happening. Yeah. And some people have been victimized and some people have have gained from this. And what we can see publicly is that the only people who've gained from this are well, it's transnationalist, oh globalist. Yeah, there's um, the public. There's no public. There's no group of people in in the public that have benefited from this um, from this pandemic. It's like we've lost trillions and trillions of dollars just in the United States. And the middle class has um, just in, in wealth transfer. So it's... That, that alone is telling you that, um, again, the actions that they're taking are at a scale and degree of maliciousness that, again, is uh, unprecedented. The only, the only corollary that I could think of is sort of Bolshevik type Russia. And now, now we're looking at the same thing only this time on a sort of global scale and everything sort of compressed down like their their most egregious tactics to be deployed all at once so you know you you use these next generation agents you aim towards a sort of global holodomor you hard point the or they would hard point the point the I don't know, bases and you know areas where they want to maintain their lifestyle and and you watch the rest of it burn and then come out and sweep up and um yeah it just yeah i think that uh i i think that um what is it the the place in switzerland where they davos davos yeah now we should just go ahead and nuke that place right now. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's exactly like where would you go if? I mean, mountains are pretty. Mountains are pretty hard to cross. Mm. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, the, the Romans struggled against the Helvetii two thousand years ago, and 
why it was so incredible that Hannibal crossed the mountains with any elements is because mountains are high, and uh, so have you have you ever Dav driven Davos, into Switzerland? Say, have you oh ever well, I'm not not driven. I've I've ridden trains through. But like and, if you, if you drive into Switzerland, right? So you have to go through all these tunnels and what have you. Right. And at the well, when this is many many years ago when I did this, but at the entranceway to all these tunnels are, are large artillery pieces, active artillery pieces. Um, yeah, the, yeah. The Swiss don't mess around. Uh, in the that Swiss respect. don't mess around. Mm. I mean, I remember. In 2017, I was in Slovenia, and we briefly crossed over uh, to Italy. And yeah, I mean, all those all those passes where where troops came through in in the World Wars, they're still fortified. Now, granted, I mean, a lot of times they're not like actively fortified, but but they don't have to be. People don't understand that <laughs> mountain ranges are pretty hard to get across. They're actually they're much harder than, you know, like an island, and or at least as as difficult. And so I would say that, um, no, th there's a reason why a snake. There's a snake pit up in Davos. It's because it's a it's a fortified place. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get to. They've privatized the police force. They've, um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty significant bunker and hard point yeah i'm i'm down with taking it out charles hit the button sir i mean i, mean, I remember gosh i remember visiting burn and it's in the middle of the you know this gorgeous valley and uh but i mean just thinking like that's exactly what you know these cocks would do they would hide mm. it's just like the eagle's nest where hitler yeah would camp out i mean this is the type of thing that these people do. They're they're ultra wealthy, and they think they can uh, get away with whatever they can, which yeah, makes and, and, you know, and, and, Bill it, Gates's like purchase of, of land here in the United States is just sick. Yeah. It's totally disgusting. So you know, every every metric that we have pub that's publicly available says that we're way down this road to the, to this sort of um, conflict fight whatever it is um, and they they seem to be dictating the pace and the tenor of it and we're we're having to react to it right as if they deserve in any way shape or form, uh, the right to be able to dictate any of this. Mm. So, no, I, they're definitely dictating it. And mm. I think, I think that should justice be done, as I hope it will, anybody who is involved in, in things like this, I think that they should be executed by just being injected with mRNA over <laughs> and over and over again. So, we just IV them. until, yeah, until they turn to one giant bolus, whatever. Because I'm sorry, but it, it, regardless of anything else, the suffering that they've caused has been 
tremendous. Yeah, it's, everything's off the charts, dude. Like, and most people, can I assure you of this, are not are not going to be able to sit here listening to this conversation and grasp what it means for their lives and th their future because you know it might be you know in part of their calculation oh we can draw this out 10 years 15 years right and you know it's it sort yeah. of uh, you have the frogs you have the frogs being boiled yeah it's yeah. exactly what they would do mm. because why go through all the extra ass pain of doing everything at once when they can just slowly turn up the heat well <laughs> Yeah, not in Europe right now, but uh, turn up the heat, and uh, in this case, just freeze the poor. Mm. Uh, but basically, just pick off the the lower classes and just make it so that people don't realize that everybody's becoming the lower class. And and yes, at the end of the day, what you end up with is Russia, circa, you know, nineteen oh five. Mm. Russia, 1910, when they were trying to privatize and they were suffering and there was a class of people who was attempting to manage that transition. And that's exactly what happened, is that you, you had a very few people who got extremely wealthy and... Everybody else, just millions and millions of people died. They were they were pushed into poverty. They were their land was confiscated. Um, their standard of living declined, which is impressive when you're a serf and your standard of living then declines. That's exactly what happened. And whether or not it was intentional now, that's what's happening right now, and it has to be stopped. So, and if people are doing it on purpose, then they're inhuman. Well, I, I, I see a lot of purpose-driven activity, and you know, <laughs> I, 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 furin is a good thing to be sort of focusing and sort of rallying around and trying to explain to people. Yeah, it's uh, so basic. Yeah. <laughs> why do they? Why did they leave this in here, knowing? What it would do, knowing that it could not be good. That's the message. I've literally been trying to ask that question for more than a year now, and I keep finding more and more evidence, like just blatant proof that they knew that they shouldn't do it. But I asked in, in July of, of last year, I asked, uh, when did, the only question that matters is when did Fauci learn about the Fear and Cleavage site? And now, I've answered my own question and it still hasn't been asked to him. Like we have, we have JC going off on this tangent where he's, he's trying to bend evidence around some idea that's dumb that doesn't match the actual evidence. Um, he's taking things that are true and mixing them with things that he wants to be true. But what's really happening is it's distracting from what really matters. It's distracting from the from the ammunition that we already have and that we should be launching over and over and over again. And the fact that 
that they would set that aside, you know, so that, you know, he can write a book or, or whatever it is he's doing. And he would attack the people on our side instead of just like he, he went back and started undermining something that wasn't even in question. Like we weren't even talking about these things. And we, we had rightfully moved on to all this evidence that's, that's mounting. And what has he done? He's, he's distracted from it to achieve what? Um, it, 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 explaining that it's a lie doesn't tell us anything we don't already know. Mm. Well, maybe, it maybe it's a sort of form of denial because of the totality of the situation, the, the sheer um, magnitude of the, well, I guess, enemy. Well, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he writes a book, if there's nobody around to read it. So I, I would encourage him to just, you know, see what's happening and because because that's that's all that matters <laughs> like yeah what i like to what i like to someday not be in my step-parents basement sure yeah i would but it's irrelevant like why on earth would i buy a house right now why on earth would i do anything right now mm. if if what's happening in europe could happen here next year yeah and you know that's that's my i don't know gut feeling uh, we're uh, a year away probably mm. if, if we let this continue we're a year away mm. and that's assuming that you know nothing else happens a year away from from but, millions of americans not being able to afford to heat their homes that that's that's what they want. That's how they win. Of course. And we live we live in one of the most blessed countries on the planet. So if we could even contemplate getting to that point, then it's pathetic. I mean, if we're emptying our reserves and re refusing to 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 open up like like American pipelines and, and we're begging the Saudi Arabians, why on earth would we beg them? Like, we're literally, it's, it's economic suicide. So if we, and as long as we have people in charge who are actively endorsing this, then there's no reason to suspect that we are that far behind Europe. Yeah. And I guess, I guess the coming weeks will be a big like weeks, a few months will tell us a lot. Um, my, I don't want to think about it, dude. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, it, you know, like when you want, when there's a fight going to happen, you just, I'd like to just fucking get it over with. <laughs> not, not just, uh, this hanging about is, uh, um, yeah, does your head out. Well, and they know that, right? That's a, that's a, a a tactic to use, right? Keep keep irritating you, um, in that that direction. 
Yeah. yeah. Keep the pressure on. Mm-hmm. So that way you can't, you can't relax. You can't gain your footing. It's, it's maintaining the initiative. It is, it's a hallmark of combat. Yeah. There's no let your enemy gain the initiative. And every indicator to me says that we're in this, you know, it's combat, but the thing is in this environment, it's like everything can be weaponized, right? It's it's not just the, you know, it, it can degenerate into a sort of Ukraine-like situation very, very easily. But um, in the lead up to that, every, everything is... Um, open to manipulation like i say it, it, it's it's a it's this principle of disa- destabilized perception all the time so you, you you don't know what the base reality is and um once once they've sort of got you in that state then they're in your they're they're inside your decision making tree such that they and like I say, they they might think that they're they're in a position to win. Right now. Um, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Well, need more data, dude. <laughs> no, we we need to. We don't need data. We don't need more books. Mm. written we need uh we need words spoken by people in positions to to speak them Mm. and until we do all of this side drama is is just drama and it's it does nothing but make it easier for them whoever they are to do whatever it is that they're trying to do that's it I mean, I've I've heard some people in UK are having to resort to eating dog food. That's in the chat. Um, yeah, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise Seems like me. It. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you, I've wiped my butt with uh, MRE plastic before. You know, when you're in the desert, you do what you can do. Mm. Um, and you know, <laughs> they're better off just using sand, bro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah try the sand we, outfit. We can argue about that some other time. But the point <laughs> is that I, we, we don't want to get to that point where we're we're making decisions and and uh, we're having to confront things like that. We should humanity should be peaking right now, and so anybody that would anybody that would be trying to undermine that is. Well, you, you have to look at it from their perspective, right? They they think they're peaking, right? That this is this is the the perniciousness of the covert bio enhancement, right? Right, <laughs> right but it, but it's not, but it's not about them. It's not about them. Mm. Um, they're not. I've never met humans. Um, okay, I guess I should rephrase. <clears throat> um, our future is for all of us. It's not for some of us. So anybody who, who, who believes otherwise absolutely shouldn't 
have anything to do with being in charge of us. Hmm. Yeah, but Those they are. are not... <laughs> They're right. making and the moves, so, bro. And so we have to, we have to give them a giant middle finger hmm. in every, whatever way we possibly can. We have to make it, we have to make it so painful that they realize that, that they can't. Yeah, they don't try it again for another hundred years. <laughs> well, I mean, this is it. I mean, this is, this is, we're not going to be the same after this. Whatever happens, um, the next century is going to radically change what we're doing, no matter what happens. Yeah. No matter who's in charge. And so my, my perspective has always been that as we move towards, you know, whatever is coming in the future, our, our path needs to be set by the best of us, not by the worst of us. Uh, Chinese communist values cannot be what we enter in the next stage of humanity with, you know, Klaus Schwab, douchebag, retard, selfishness, cannot be what drives humanity forward. It just can't be. That's not the best of us. That's the worst of us. And so we have to... My, my only mission in life, really, when you boil it all down, is to, is to ensure that, that my kids live in a world where it's the best of... The, as much as is possible, it's the best of the ideals that drive us forward. That's it. Yeah, man. Everything else is secondary. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I've got to take a take a leap, bro. So let's wrap it up. Yeah, I got to, I got to have a life too. Yeah. We're about to drive. We're going to drive out tomorrow. Oh, nice. Back down to Texas for Christmas. So. Oh, yeah. Cool. We're gonna do packing and stuff. Uh, um. Yeah, it's Christmas, man. God. Well. Um. Stay in touch, dude. And everyone listening, you got to understand this furin issue, right? Um, I, I'm I'm waiting for the rebuttal to that paper, uh, but as a as a summary uh, as well, what's concerning in that paper is the nucleus localization that they're talking about. If if that's legit and real, and they've gone and I don't know. It depends how it depends how good their their agent is. But if it's, well, um, if it's hitting the nucleus, the point is that they're trying to they're trying to hide us. They're trying they're doing everything they can to prevent us from understanding what's happening. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. All right, bro. Um, that was dark. <laughs> Just... Yeah, I'm glad we had this 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 Christmas message. It was sweet. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's say let's uh, bring it on. <laughs> I'm fed up waiting. They fuck it. Yeah, uh, kick the tires, let the tires. Right. They uh, they fucked with the wrong marine. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll let you go, and uh, I'll wrap this up. Um, yeah, but I, I, I didn't get to the uh, the last bit, which was the uh, we never do. 
I know. Well, we'll have to do it though because uh, it's it's interesting in this um, game theory of who we're fighting and uh, what we're All fighting. Right. Well, well, let me go now and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, dude. All right. You take it easy. Later, man. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, man. Whew. Um. Jesus. All right. Um. On that note, um, I will uh, remind everyone um, I'm on the I'm on the eBeg today. Feed tax evading blick Simon Phoenix, uh, Christopher as well. Um, we all got to survive. <laughs> everything, everything I make goes to them today. And um, understand, understand the fearing, understand the um, if if this oh, I've lost it now. God, where'd it go? If this paper um, means what I think it means, furin is synthetic. Um, it's aimed to do harm. Um, yeah, stock up on dog food. Oh, shit. Uh, that's not going to work. Ah, maybe it does. Um, yeah. <laughs> Weighing up the probabilities, it means we're probably a lot further down the road than you'd like to think. Okay, um, I don't like thinking it. I've, I'm um, in a position to uh, um, be engaging with it. I've got young kids, um, but it is what it is, and um, yeah, uh, just uh, spam. Yeah, get spam for when shit hits the fam. Uh, all right, so. Um, I'll just remind everyone, please uh, support this work. Um, there's links, McCann Dojo, Patreon, WTYL, uh, Stream Fags and Gay Pal. Um, and we'll be here, try and be on the ball, looking for this data, um, looking for these signatures. And uh, I'll do my best. That's all, that's all I can say. All right. Take care, guys. God bless. I will see you into the next one we've still got to do the uh, ace2 binding polymorphisms um i think that's a, a interesting bit of evidence and uh maybe i don't know it's 5 a.m <laughs> oh and next stream will be take care god bless see you in the next one bro you don't know how angry i am you do i'm like i was just leaving for fucking work you do not understand how fucking pissed off after reading that little line i will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine fuck these peppers i will fucking kill each fucking pepper i swear this is not a fucking joke anymore this is fucking dead serious i am fucking dead serious these people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying fuck these peppers no fucking Vaccine or MRA or ever first you want fucking blood blood never no. I will fucking die fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage fuck these motherfuckers all that fire this guy Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> 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 <laughs>